Hi, everyone. Welcome back for episode 65 of the Simple One Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even occasional comic, then we've got the show for you. That's right. That's right. My allergy mode is starting to wear off, and I'm feeling... Do I sound nasally? No. Okay, because I feel nasally. Like you the... look nasally. Got a big-ass fucking nose on your dog. <laughs> Got a schnoz that won't stop. Yeah, I'm looking at you thinking you should start be laughing like... <laughs> Still working the cash <laughs> register. Are, are we, we squitting? <laughs> no, you don't sound nasally. You're right, good. Good. We're going to schedule for one song, one song only. <laughs> Uh, no, so this week we're talking about the season finale and series finale. the series finale of Barry. Betty. <laughs> no, Hank. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Betty. <laughs> you sound like a Frenchman. <laughs> Betty. Betty. <laughs> I like that I'm doing the Italian hand. <laughs> Buongiorno. Gulami. Gulami. Uh, no, so yeah, the series is over. It ended uh, Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, we did a seasons one and two kind of recap leading into season three last year, and uh, we figure this year we'll probably do a little bit of recap of three, and then just kind of go in on, on season four. Oh, yeah, I don't want to get too in the weeds on three, because we'll be here for a while. Yeah, two hours yeah, two, if two we long. do both seasons. I just don't got that under my belt today. <laughs> this is probably going to be l- lightly edited. Because uh, we are recording this like about twelve hours before we post it. That's my bad. Yeah, it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my B. That's my B. I I just, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, so we're gonna do our best to self edit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not say anything incriminating. <laughs> just <laughs> hey, Google the statute of limitations on. You know, I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I just on the no fly list. Yeah, just after this episode goes live, we got a knock on the door from the marshals. Do we want to read the email first before we get into it? Yeah, go ahead and pull that up. Okay. Because that was something that was weighing on my mind, and I was like, I don't know. Something was weighing on my mind. I was thinking about it, man. So I'm not going to use the last name. I'm just going to strictly use first name. Yeah. Uh, even though they did put their last name in here. Um, it says, what's yeah, up, Yeah, because that could also just be their, uh, like, their email contact. You know what I mean? Right, so. yeah. So I want to respect their yeah. privacy there. Uh, it says, what up, Colin and Chris? Uh, if Chris is reading this, feel free to read it as Chris and Colin if it makes you feel better. It's Mitchell. I think we went to high school together, but you guys were always so much more cool and popular, <laughs> so we never really talked. That chance, don't think yeah, so. Yeah. Anyway, the podcast is great and I love it. Um, and then he goes on here to be able to talk about <clears throat> being a special guest. And this isn't this isn't the first time that we've gotten a, that, a, an that. email about being a special guest. Yeah. Um, and I think to kind of address that, sorry, ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mitchell. That, you know, it you ain't you. Be, yeah, it ain't you. I mean, we've had other people ask, yeah. and we just you know, don't really talk about it. Some um, podcast, Colin and Chris. I think we're just at a spot right now where we're yeah. not capable like we're capable, capable but it's it. like it's not something that we think we can fit in and blend well as of right now i right. have a special guest maybe in the you know at a later date when we have a, maybe a little better setup and yeah. stuff like that yeah, um, but we just think it's still pretty early on and we're just we're still getting on our feet yeah you know uh but then he goes on to say uh if colin is wondering this then no i do 
I do not believe in the supernatural and also hated Rise of the Skywalker. Um, and then he said, just kidding. Ray is a Skywalker. Deal with it. Uh, anyway, for yeah. real this time, what you guys think? What did you guys think of the Dune Chapter Two trailer? I was a big fan of the first film and working yep. my way through the books. Personally, I thought it would slap. I thought it would slap. Also, have you seen the 1984 version of the Dune movie? Um, feel free to take a hot steamy shit on it. Uh, <laughs> the new one was way better, and I thought, uh, what is it, Timothy? <laughs> Timothy. Timothy. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, Timothy? Timothy. I thought it was pronounced weird. I know there's like one of those little. Slashes over the E's, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. It's because he's uh, French-Canadian. <clears throat> um, is the <laughs> Tim O.T. is the golden god who I would jump uh, jump at the opportunity to fillet. Oh. <laughs> Once again, huge oh. fan of the pod. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Keep it up. Sincerely, Mitchell. P.S. Oh, no. I un- unironically want them to make Morbius, too. Oh! Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> no, that's so bad. Yeah, no, don't. Well, Mitch, you seem like a great guy, and you really has going. And, and honestly, then, uh, the whole reason why you're not being on a guest is because of the is Morbius. Because thing. Of the Morbius too. <laughs> no way. Get it out of here. Get that shit out of. Get him out of here. No, but maybe at like a a later date, you yeah. know, it's something that we'd be able to dive into, and we'll come back to the emails of people who have asked. And yeah. Then, you know, see see about going from there, but yeah, I just don't think we're in a spot to to do that. Do that. No, Dune Two. I'm I'm pumped. I've not seen the 1984. I've seen parts mm. of the 1984 version, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it doesn't 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 strike me. Um, I'm excited for the Dune game. Yeah, uh, yeah. The 1984 version was made by David Lynch, who did um, Twin Peaks mm-hmm. and Blue Velvet. Okay. Uh, Blue Velvet's a really fucked up movie. Do you, have you ever heard of Eraserhead? Excuse me? Have you ever heard of Eraserhead? No. All right. Well, it's another one from David Lynch. He just makes weird shit, basically, uh, is about all he does. And so I think it's funny that Dune is just in his in <laughs> yeah. his yeah, uh, I mean, IMDb yeah. there, you know? But, uh, yeah, no, it, it doesn't look great. Um, but I under, my understanding is that David Lynch is like, Fuck the new Dune movies. <laughs> you know, he's like, don't, I'm not gonna ever fucking watch them. I'm like, all right, man. All right, man, you don't have to. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no one's fucking holding you down. Yeah, no one's you know? holding you a gun. You yeah, giving gun you the uh, the clockwork orange treatment. Just pry his eyes open, <laughs> force him to watch it. it was like robot chicken. Yeah. He's got like 70 screens and he's peeling on the lids back. Yeah, which that is a reference to clockwork orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving forward, <laughs> onward and upward. Mm-hmm. No, so before we talk about Barry, we are going to talk about uh, a little bit of news. Mm. So we got the future of the John Wick franchise. Yeah. We've got Deadpool filming during a writer strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lord of the Rings Gollum devs <laughs> are basically they issued an apology for yeah. releasing a bad game. Yeah. Uh, and the Last of Us multiplayer is facing some setbacks. Oh, no. And then we got the PlayStation Showcase last week, and so we'll kind of just wrap that up in some of the some of the things that we were excited about from it. And, and uh, I did have a question about yeah. the PlayStation Showcase, and we'll we'll talk about it. Okay. So then, if you want, we'll just start with uh, old old John Wick. What? So from what I've read, because uh-huh. I I get pretty, I try to stay pretty caught up with like all the John Wick news. Pippin now, yeah. And um, I know that the director kind of came out and was like, John Wick 5 all depends on me and Keanu Reeves sitting down together and having a drink. And then, like, oh, I think a couple of days later, 
it sounds like John Wick's not going to be in it. So what I've got here is uh, from The Hollywood Reporter. <clears throat> Lionsgate are the ones that have confirmed that John Wick is in. John Wick 5 is in early development. Mm-hmm. So, but you're right. There was that quote from um, from the director that was like, you know, we might sit down at a bar and, uh, you know, get a drink in Japan and be like, yeah, we're done with that. And then he goes, but if one of us goes, but I did have this idea. Right. Then we're not opposed. You know, we're not that sure. closed off to it. Right. We'll, you know, we'll just jump into an, another one. Right. But in a, uh, I believe it was in an earnings call. Um, yeah, their, their quarter four earnings call. Um, the chair, the motion picture chair, Joe Drake, uh, was like, what is official is that? As you know, Ballerina is the first spinoff that comes out next year. Mm-hmm. That's the one with Ana de Armas. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in development on three others, including five and including the television series, The Continental, which will be airing soon. So John Wick 5 is one of the... What's it going to be about? I don't know. Well, because to put spoilers for John Wick 4, depending on the ending, John Wick might not actually be dead. That might have just been his way out. You know what I mean? He got shot like twice, like in the stomach. Yeah, you know, like your what is it called? Septic shock. Could be. I could have missed. It could have missed the the bowels. I thought it was a good way to. They can write. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm saying there's a way to write out of it. Sure. I just I want them to follow uh, the tracker. Yeah. Like if they pick it up from there, and it's just. John's not in it. Yeah, which, what did we decide? Cool what did we figure out the name was for that character? Tracker. Was it Tracker? Mm-hmm. Because we don't know his name. I feel like he had a name in the IMDb that wasn't Tracker, but that's what we were calling him during the um, the episode. Either way. Pull it up. I want to find out. Because I remember us going, oh, and then. But I don't think we did that during the episode. Um. But no, so yeah, they're working on the ballerina. The Continental show which comes out later this year, I believe. Um, and then five. But they kind of the phrasing on it makes me wonder if Tracker. Tracker. Mm-hmm. Then we were calling him something else. I don't were we? I don't remember. Yeah. Either way. Um He says that uh we're building out the world and when that five movie comes, it will be organic. It will be organically grown out of how we're starting to tell those stories, but you can rely on a regular cadence of John Wick. So it's not a like a John Wick will be in it kind of thing, but it's not a we're going to do it without John Wick. You know what I mean? I think they're leaving it intentionally um, open. Sounds like we're going to try to change uh, Keanu Reeves' mind. Right. Get him to do it. Yeah, which, you know... (laughs) Money talks. Show me the money. <laughs> Show me the money. Somebody get me my money. <laughs> so that's all I had about John. I knew that I was like, oh, I'll bring that up for old Chrissy yeah, boy. Yeah. Uh, I'm torn on yeah. it. Well, yeah. Um, my thoughts is, uh, yeah, I really like to follow the tracker because, mm-hmm. again, I wish we both talked about. It feels like the the world of John Wick is more interesting than John, than Wick, John himself. Wick. Yeah. Um, and just like the more and more I'm like starting to think about it, the more and more I'm like. Yeah, I think it was probably best for him to die. Yeah. Because, like, there's just no possible way where it'd be, like, he gets to live. Right. Um, and still be injured. Because if he's alive, you want him to keep right. killing. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And it's just kind of like one of those, like, well, all right. But, <clears throat> no, the thought that he's dead and maybe, like, Winston being able to do some sly shit. Because, I mean, obviously, he's been fucked around. So, I want him to be, you know, get real hard about it. Right. 
Um, and then same with the trackers. He was just super interesting with him and his dog. And yeah, stuff like, like you and I Although, talked about it. It seemed like he was kind of infiltrating the world and that he didn't belong in it. Yeah, it was like you know he wasn't <clears throat> wasn't set up in it, which makes me think of like how do you get in something like that? Right. Is how that do you something that you there? have to be born into? Right. Or is that something like you have to be with the, the uh, Russian ballerinas? You know, yeah. like you have to have certain ways to be in and like kind of like yeah. sell your soul. Well, and you figure we saw him go to Germany and get in with the family again. Yeah. yeah. Um, which it sounds like maybe he was an orphan. Yeah. And, and they picked him up. I don't know. So many you know what questions mean? behind it, but it's cool. Like the, yeah. just the, the concept of it's cool, but yeah, maybe if they did like a John Wick five and it was an origin of him getting into it and like just doing his first mission. I don't, I don't like origin stories like that though. As mm. after the fact, cause like we know where it's headed. Sure. And, you know, I guess at the end of the day, the story isn't the most interesting part, you know, because at mean, that rate, you could just show somebody else's. The first one we see is him in retirement. Right. You know, and then he gets pulled out of retirement. I would like to see him in his prime. Yep. You know, because if this isn't his prime, because as the John Wick series goes on, I feel like he's got a very high name for himself. Right. And as the story goes along, I'm like. He's getting his shit pushed in. Right, yeah, he's getting kicked yeah, a he's lot. He's getting old. He ain't, he ain't doing it. Yeah. Uh, so I'd like to see him in yeah. his prime. Yeah. See how that one flies. Show me the Baba Yaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He killed a man with a pencil. A fucking pencil. <laughs> Who, Who the does fuck that? does that? No, so Deadpool 3 uh, is going ahead with filming. Um, but because uh, Ryan Reynolds is credited as a writer, he is not allowed to improv on set because that would be considered rewriting mm-hmm. and as a writing, you know, staff yeah, on the film. Still. He's yeah, he's not allowed to act as a writer. So that's that's kind of weird. That's tough because I feel like a you know, a lot of Deadpool is just trying stuff on the day. You know, you get the one that's in the script. Do you think he's actually do you think he's gonna stick by that or is he, there's gonna be a point where it's like I know this is a good part and like this is what's gonna fit. Well, and so I wonder how do you do other people's parts? You know, I mean, do you start filming with the stuff that doesn't have Deadpool in it? But also you can do voiceover after the fact. I'm sure a lot of Deadpool stuff is ADR. Oh, sure. You know, because of the mask. The mask. Where when Ryan does it, it sounds like this because he's talking through, the, you know. Mm-hmm. So then you would do ADR later. But I don't know, man. Hmm. Yeah, I think I know, you that's kind of tough. I, I would think you would try and save the, as much of the main portions, as long as you can, and yeah. hope that the strike breaks before, you know. I could see them doing that. They have just like filming around it, and then yeah. filming like the smaller parts, stuff right. like that, and then for the main points, we're like, oh, or especially like points where it needs to be comedic relief, right? Yeah, and, that are heavy know, beats. Where Ryan Reynolds is like, let's tweak around yeah, let's with just this, play and whatever with this feels scene. right. You know, we can go with. Yeah. They're probably trying to leave those. Yeah. You figure there's that scene from the first one where um, Weasel is talking about his face (laughs) and is comparing it to like, looks like an old avocado. Mm -hmm. It looks like a topographical map of, you know, Montana. And he's he's running all these different versions of it. Like your face had sex with an older avocado. Yeah. And so it's just saying things, right? right? Ryan Reynolds couldn't do any of that. He'd just have to sit there and go. Here's my line from the script, you know, and so he wouldn't be able to play around in the scenes. I think that's weird. That is odd. That's a peculiar situation. Yeah, because they also suspended uh, Thunderbolts. They pushed it back right now. Oh, shit. Like, well, we got to wait. 
which is so funny to me that they're like, well, we can't. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta run with Deadpool, the one that probably needs the most on on Improv. the day. You know, changes. Yeah. I don't know. They just need to get their fucking shit together. Yeah. This is what they need to do. Just they pay need to start the writers. P- yeah, paying their writers, paying their people. Yeah. But what do we know? We're just two, not a lot. Two grown ass men sitting in a room together. Yeah. In our underwear. Yeah, talking to each other. Are you wearing underwear? Uh, no, but I'm wearing pants. I'm wearing shorts, so I'm a liar. Yeah, well, hate to see it. <laughs> Be honest. Onward and upward. You'd love to see it. <laughs> so, yeah, the Lord of the Rings Gollum devs. Uh, apparently. So, I this game really kind of flew under my radar. I knew that it was happening. Like, months ago, I saw, like, some light footage of it or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then crickets. And then it just kind of came out. And then between bugs and just general not goodness, uh, <laughs> it is it is very, it's been underwhelming. Like, how embarrassing is it to come out and be like, we're sorry we made this game, and we're <laughs> yeah. sorry it's bad. Yeah, so let me, hold on, I want to pull up the, the tweet that they put out. And somebody was like, I wonder how long they had this image, because they did the thing where, like, it's an image of, a, of an apology, and then they just post the, like that. Oh, uh, okay. You know? And so the <clears throat> somebody was like, I wonder how long they've had that image ready. You yeah, know what I mean? Just in case. <laughs> no, no, no. Not just in case, because they knew. <laughs> it's, it's not how. It's, it's when. when. So the the uh, the apology reads, Dear players, we would like to sincerely apologize for the underwhelming experience many of you have had with the Lord of the Rings Gollum. First of all, tough. <laughs> I'm sorry you haven't liked it. And like that's the thing, is like I haven't even seen all three of the Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. but from what I have seen I mean, you just let alone from the first yeah. one, you got a lot of shit to work with, man. Right. Like it, I feel like it'd be hard to make a bad game. Well, but even still, so it's like, all right, here, we're going to make this game about Gollum and things like that. And it's like a stealth game because he's kind of a, a, a slinky guy, you mm-hmm. know. And I don't know. It looked, there's one section that somebody played on TikTok, like showed on TikTok. And it was, it looked like a PS2 game between both the graphics and the gameplay itself. Mm. It's like literally there, uh, I can't think of the spider's name now, is crawling towards him down like a, a, a winding pe- a cave. Mm-hmm. And Gollum is running towards the camera as the camera kind of pans down the sure, aisle. Yeah, yeah. And he's got to, you got to run around obstacles and jump and stuff. And somebody Crash put the Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot music over it. <laughs> and, and it does. I mean, it looks like Crash Bandicoot. Oh, and well. yeah. And you're like, this is tough. And so they say, you know, uh, we acknowledge and deeply regret that the game did not meet the expectations we set for ourselves or for our dedicated uh, dedicated community. Please accept our sincere apologies for any disappointment this may have caused. Uh, that's just t- that's They ought to be giving refunds out. Right. Well, they say, Our goal as a studio and as passionate The Lord of the Rings fans has always been to tell a compelling and immersive story-driven adventure. Crafting a story with Middle-earth as our playground has been the greatest honor and the biggest challenge we have faced so far. Um, as Datalik, which is their company, we understand that a game's success relies on the enjoyment and satisfaction of its players. We genuinely value your feedback and have been actively listening to your voices, reading your comments, and analyzing the constructive criticism and suggestions you have provided. I kind of giggled because I know how the internet is. Man, there's it's a like, dog on Man, them. there's some that's not criticism at all. It's just being like, you know, kill yourselves. And you're like, oh my God. They just got to read through it and be that's, like, boo. That's the fucking internet, dude. Yeah. You know? Like, you know I didn't like what in... you made. I hope you die. Yeah. You know? Uh, our development team has been working diligently to address the bugs and technical issues many of you experienced. We are committed to providing you with patches that will allow you to enjoy the game at its fullest potential. Once again, we deeply apologize for any inconvenience caused, and we appreciate your understanding during this time. 
We will continue to keep you updated on our progress and provide transparent communication regarding the commu- the upcoming patches and improvements. Uh, your passion and dedication as players have been the driving force behind our determination to make things right. Thank you for your support. Sincerely, Data Lake Entertainment. More like Dingleberry Entertainment. <laughs> More like Doodoo Lick Entertainment. <laughs> Let me spit something at you here. Ready? <laughs> Unreal Engine made that new uh, graphics designer. That uh, okay. on the you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, the video I showed you. Yeah. 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 With like the AI generated train and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's capable to withhold on both of our computers. And I remember that was the big shtick. Yeah, was that like, it could run on people, a decent people, gaming machine. Right. People like us could make games. Well, yeah. We need to fucking do patent pending so nobody can copyright this shit. <laughs> so let's make an open world. No, no, no. You got to start small. Pitch your idea. Pitch your idea. But it's an open world Lord of the Rings game where it's just a build your own character. We don't have to have any of the main characters in it. It can just no. be the the story and just a, a loot and kill kind of game and you can have boss fights like dragons and shit like that. Yeah. We can just have all this terrain too and that's the easy part. Right. What we need to focus on and we ain't striking because well, we ain't writers. <laughs> well and the writers strike doesn't affect video games. Exactly. So I'm just saying seems like a golden opportunity. <laughs> then we gotta get rights to the Lord of the Rings. That's gonna be a big fucking we'll just make it a generic fantasy game listen we can just go up there and like listen you're gonna let Gollum fly but not this idea <laughs> you gave those schmucks yeah listen you got bigger problems on your plate if they had to issue an apology story. because people didn't like the game yeah that's tough that's rough like they're I like that they kind of like it was the bugs right and people are like I mean yes but <laughs> also it was a bad game with bugs yeah there was no redeeming qualities yeah the bugs just made it worse yeah you know <laughs> made me sick to my fucking gut like oh man Lord, but yeah, so that was tough to read. Uh, just I feel embarrassment on their behalf. Yeah, and then like I, I do feel really bad for like, because I've heard like a lot of times you don't you know if I'm only working on this portion of the game, you don't know the full story. I don't know the full picture, things like that. And what if you're like, ah, I don't know if this is good because I haven't seen the full picture yet, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I've heard. People talk about working on, like, you know, modern-day action films having the same kind of thing of, like, we're just wearing tracksuits, moving around in a blue, just nothing but a blue warehouse. Right. You know? I hope it's good, but I have no clue. All I can do is show up, hit my mark, say my lines, do my job. So, The Last of Us, multiplayer game, uh, spoiler alert for our next news story, was not at the PlayStation Showcase like a lot of people were thinking they were going to be. That's really sad. So Bloomberg, who did have some accuracies on um, GTA 6, mm-hmm. uh, ha- have been reporting that apparently Bungie, who has been, you know, they made Halo, they make the um, Destiny games, yeah, and they've recently been acquired by Sony, that Destiny's been brought in to look at all of Sony's um, active, um, like, ongoing multiplayer games. Mm-hmm. So, like, the live service games which factions was intended to be and just having them look at it and evaluate it because they do live service games. Well, destiny has been very successful for them. It's got a really devoted fan base, right? Not my style. Yeah, but it does well. And uh, apparently like they didn't say that the game was bad. Bungie didn't like go, this is shit, but they questioned uh, basically how long it would sustain like a player base. 
you know? Okay, thinking like people could play it as soon as it comes out, but then people are going to Why are they going to come like, back? Yeah. 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 Why are they going to keep playing it or keep coming back to play it? I mean, that's a good question. <clears throat> and to... that's a fair, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, people are like, ah, I don't I don't know if I buy that. This is Naughty Dog, right? You know, but I'm like, well, Naughty Dog doesn't do, this is this would be their first foray into a live service game. Yeah. You know, they only, they make really good single player games, but really good single player does not a multiplayer game make. Right. You know? Two very different games. And, and so apparently... Um, the report is that they really dialed back the team right now while they evaluate it mm-hmm. and go, okay, is this a case of start over, scrap the thing, cancel the thing, and just go, yeah, it's just not working? No. Or what do we do with it, right? And so they've really scaled down the team. What I would really like to see, just from having factions in the first game, mm-hmm. what I'd like to see transitioned over to the second one, mm-hmm. I really like the idea of um, having your own like, uh, group group. Yeah. And you know, but they're, the thing is like they're white dots in the first one. Right. And like sometimes mm-hmm, they'll be mm-hmm. like red if they're sick or you right, know, yeah. anything like that. I think it'd be a jump, but I'd like to see that. Like maybe you have a base. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I'm sure that's part of what mm-hmm. the and you plan can, would be is that you have a hub yeah, and you can grow your hub as and you, that would be really yeah. freaking cool. And I'm sure that's something that, is probably that would that feels like a natural extension that, yeah, that would bring me back because that that picture in your head was already there like you're talking with the original factions mm-hmm. um and i did like that the factions multiplayer in the first game had like somewhat of a not a story but somewhat of a progression to it of like yeah. you've got to make it so many days mm-hmm. and things would come up and you've got to complete these challenges or else sick, you know stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. And so I think that could still be something that yeah, you bring absolutely. in, but have it more impactful and more visual. I don't think a lot would have to change for the new factions. I mean, because factions was right. a pretty small project from the first one. Yeah, it was kind of an so afterthought. Kind of expanded, honestly. Yeah. Like, do what we're saying, make the hub, right. and then just polish it up. And I do deeply appreciate us going, well, just make a game. You I know mean, what I mean? Come on. Come on. It's not that hard. I just watched somebody <laughs> with the Unreal, the new Unreal en- Engine make a huge what was it, a two thousand or two hundred thousand kilometers something like that map yeah. in the span of five seconds and you're telling me this is the issue that you're running it? We gotta start <laughs> yeah, making video on, games, no. dude. We're <laughs> ahead of the we're not crazy. What's the we're just ahead of the curve. What, I forget what the whole like you know so and so's premise or whatever is, but it's basically like the the dumber somebody is, the more smart they think they are. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the flip is true that the smarter somebody is, the less they think they know. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're smart enough to know Shit, I don't know. Right. Right. You know, they're smart enough to know I could be wrong. Yeah. Right. And then dumb people are like, nah, they're nah. just so sure. You I'm know, right. that's us except going, we should make a video game. Except here's the problem. We know everything because we're just smart. Smart. Yeah. We're so smart. Point, point we are blank. smart enough to know that there's nothing we can't do. Exactly. If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. If there's a will, there's a Wheaton. But Sony did. Uh, do a, a a Twitter pick apology of sorts. It wasn't really an apology. It was more just like, Half-assed. hey, well, no, I mean, it wasn't like they didn't apologize. It was that they didn't feel the need to apologize. They just felt the need to address that people were really looking forward to seeing some stuff about it. Yeah, way to fucking let us down. So they said, uh, we know many of you have been looking forward to hearing more about our The Last of Us multiplayer game. We're incredibly proud of the job our studio has done thus far. But as development has continued, we've realized what is best for the game is to give it more time. Now, I will um, pause real quick to say that Bloomberg article that I was talking about, mm-hmm. apparently they reached out to Naughty Dog for a statement 
and that's when this got posted. So Naughty Dog was just like, hey, here's we'll just address it. Yeah. Um, so they continue to say, our team will continue to work on the project as well as other our other games in development, including a brand new single player experience. Uh, we look forward to sharing more soon. We're grateful to our fantastic community for your support. Thank you for your passion for our games. It continues to drive us. That's great, but like I thought the whole thing was a multiplayer game. Why are they trying to mix the two? Because they said for a single player experience? They said, our team will continue to work on the project as well as our other games in development. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought they were saying like with... Listen. No. Whoa. <laughs> I thought they were saying like with the, the no. multiplayer. There. And I was like, why are you trying to do but just... No, they've got, I think, three things on the on the burner right now. One being this, one being... Uh, <coughs> or, you know, the two we don't know. I saw it on the internet, so I'm not sure how true it is. Okay. I saw something for Ghost of Tsushima, too. Yeah, I mean, people have been floating that around, but nothing's been official. Okay. Yeah. I saw it, and I was like, oh, what? Please. Please, God. I still need to play the expansion on that. I do, too. But, uh, Dude, that multiplayer, their multiplayer really is good. gas. Yeah. We, like, both times that we've played it, we've only played it, and then we're like, all right, we, no. we got to stop for a minute. Yeah, because, I mean, we'll grind yeah. on that shit. Yeah, we're like... We're all purple. We just binge, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're all legendary armor at this point. Mm. I thought you meant from just lack of circulation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're just all purple. <gasps> just swollen. Ben Swallow. Ben Swallow. But yes, like I said, they weren't at the PlayStation Showcase, um, which a lot of people were expecting. Mm-hmm. But uh, the PlayStation Showcase did still have some good stuff, but I do think overall it was kind of underwhelming. Where, like, yeah, okay, yeah, there was some stuff that I, they didn't show me anything that I was like, oh, I didn't know that was happening, mm-hmm. and it excited me, sure. really, you know what I mean? Um, they did show us about 12 minutes of gameplay from Spider-Man, though. Well, that looked good. And it looked really good. That looked really good. Um, I want to start there, because that was probably the most exciting piece of the yeah. thing, which is also, I think, how they closed the show was with Spider-Man, which mm-hmm. makes sense. But uh, we they just straight up were like, here's the black suit, um, the symbiote suit. Here's how it works. And uh, some of the fighting was pretty dope. Where yeah. He's just throwing out tendrils, grabbing like four guys at once, slamming them into the ground. Seeing them be a little more malicious. Aggressive, yeah. yeah. And they're definitely doing that. I mean, that yeah, I'm sure it's going to turn into a case of like, symbiote suit starts to make him all nasty, and Miles will help him get rid of the suit. The suit will... Or what if he turns into Venom? I don't think he will. No? No. Uh-uh. He's got to die at some point. Yeah, but I don't think that's how. Hmm. I think it's going to either be Harry or they might introduce Eddie Brock. I don't know. Aren't you just a Boy Scout Parker? Parker. <laughs> see you around, chump. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, no, but they, they have Craven. We got to see a uh, cinematic yeah. intro of Craven, and he just breaks a dude's neck with his hand. Mm-hmm. Just as, a single as one does. Um, and he's going to, he's basically, he's bored. He's like, he's not finding... He's not finding a worthy uh, hunt. Opponent, yeah. And uh, somebody's like, hey, what if we tried a different hunting ground? And they show him just a map of Man New out. York and all these, you know, super people, right? And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, let's get the fucking group together. We're going to <laughs> New York, New York, you know? And uh, you know, what's the Taylor said? Welcome to New York. <laughs> he's just rolling up with a gun. Yeah. Uh, but so he does. He rolls up there, and his whole thing is he's trying to hunt the lizard. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the Spider Men are like, we gotta fucking save Doctor Connors, you know. And so there's like that three way uh, sex scene. No, 
um, <laughs> to both Spider Man <laughs> and Craven. Because he <laughs> never mind. Trying to there see was, the web slinger. <laughs> They're trying to feel the yeah. web slinger. <laughs> there was something he was craving. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> yuck. Uh, yuck. He uh, yeah, he's hunting down the lizard. The lizard doesn't want any part of being hunted, right? Right, naturally. Naturally, yeah, understandably. Uh, and so he's fighting the hunters, but he's also not chill with the Spider-Man, so he's fighting them as well. That's that three-way I was talking about. Yep. But the lizard in this looks like... Scary. A fucking, like, mini Godzilla. Yeah, looks scary. Yeah. Uh, they don't really show... I feel like they did it on purpose, because you don't yeah. get a good look at, it, at his face, but you see his back with yeah, the you spines. Get, yeah, you get the idea of his physique, mm-hmm. you know. He's big. Yeah, he's large. He's large. And at one point, you do see that he like he's shedding his skin where he's growing. Mm-hmm. So I do wonder what the end game of that is. Are they going to make him a fucking kaiju, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God. Maybe that's where Venom's going to have to come in. Maybe. But what if the lizard becomes Venom? Yo. <laughs> I just like how, putting two and two together. I just like how gassed you got at your own pretty mid idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what if the lizard becomes venom? Yo, <laughs> cut it out. Somebody oh. stop me. Let him cook. Let him cook. Uh, we got an announcement for Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater getting a remake. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play the Metal Gear Solid Neither games, uh, but <laughs> people Ooh. were pretty jazzed about yeah. it. So, but there was a lot of just like CG trailers, mm. which I'm always like, yeah. Mm. But people are kind of dogging on this thing. I'm kind of dope. I'm excited for it. Like Man, I mean, what is it? Project Q, which is their handheld streaming device. Oh, yeah. Um, it's got uh, yeah, like I said, it's called Project Q. It does kind of look dopey. It's just it's the the PlayStation DualSense controller, mm-hmm. really far apart on both sides of a tablet. Yeah. You know, so it looks kind of goofy. But basically, if you have a Wi-Fi connection. You and your PS5 is turned on. You can stream anything that's on your PS5. Yeah, literally straight like to your handheld. Sounds cool to me. Cool to me, right? Um, not I, Morgan and I were talking about that because we were planning on going to like uh, I have family in the Texas area, and we're like, oh, what if we flew down there next year or whatever? She was like, you could play on that Project Q if you had it, and I was like, well, it's got to be on Wi-Fi. And she was like, oh yeah. So I do think there are limitations there of like, I mean, you could pay for Wi-Fi on the flight. It's right? not like a, a hotspot. I don't know, but also, you can't use your cell while you're, like, you can't use your cell service while you're in the air. Watch me. <laughs> no, you don't get you don't get service. I do. I do. Yeah, I've got. <laughs> I got my connections. Yeah, the president owed me a favor. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Which president? You're like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He owed me a favor. I'll give you a hint. His name lies with uh, rhymes with Pill Smitten. <laughs> Bill Smitten. <laughs> I, was, I was I was struggling. I didn't know what rhymes with Bill Clinton, yeah. But uh oh shit, I said it. <laughs> don't don't I did not have sex. Stop it. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage is coming out in October. It looks pretty good. They showed gameplay. And it looks a lot like a re- like OG Assassin's Creed. No word. Which I think people are like, thank you. Oh fuck, thank you. Please God. Yeah. Please. Please, Jesus. Do you remember when, like, Assassin's Creed used to be real big, especially during, like, the time of, like, parkour? Parkour! People would dress up as, like, Ezio from, like, the second uh one, and they would just... That was prime YouTube right there. Oh, yeah. As, like, just watching people do that. Smosh. Oh, my God. Yeah, come on now. Stop. 
That makes what was me his sad. name? Fucking Tobuscus? Tobuscus. Didn't he turn out to be a weirdo? Um... Or sure. allegedly, maybe I think it might have been. I don't know if anything came of it. I but. think like allegedly something happened, and he like had a huge freak out, and then I was like, no, he didn't do that, but he still had a really huge freak out, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. was really rude to people about yeah. it, and just never came back from that. Yeah, yeah. But also, he kind of he kind of died in the early two thousands. Well, not you know his channel. I was like, he fucking thing, died. Newer things came out and stuff like that. Yeah, he just couldn't he keep just up with the rat yeah. race. Yeah, he didn't evolve. But no, the one that I'm pretty fucking stoked for is Alan Wake two. Yeah. It's coming out October 17th. Weird little tidbit. They don't intend to release physical copies of it. It's going to be digital only. And that's how they plan on keeping it around the $60 price mark. And oh, then word. $50 on PC. Word. Was we'll just we won't pay for physical copies to be yeah. printed, you know. I mean, that makes sense. And I'm like, "All right, I'm down with that." Uh now it does suck for people who like two things. First thing, are paranoid and are like, well, if I don't own the physical disc, I'm like that. I don't own the game. I'm like, that. right? You know, it can just go away. Yeah, because you just don't have a license to it, mm-hmm. right? So that's I understand that concern, but then also people who are like, well, <laughs> I don't have a very good internet connection, and I don't like downloading games. Yeah, you know, if I want to download a game, it, it I'm not going to play it today. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's a fair concern as well. Do you think there should be the option to pay a little more for the, the physical Right, yeah, copy? have a disc copy be like 70 bucks. Yeah. I, I think that'd be fair. That'd be fire. Because, um, I mean, that's kind of what the industry's moving towards anyway, is a $70 price tag. So for them to go, we can keep it at 60 if we just do this. They're trying, which yeah. is, you know, that's, that's the effort I like to see, is that yeah. they're actively trying. But I do wonder if their concern is then, how much do we print? You know what I mean? Like how many copies do we print, and then to like balance that spreadsheet of sure. most people are probably going to do the digital, so it still doesn't pay for those copies that we printed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I do think that's just part of the yeah. the whole experience. It's like, well, what do we what do we do here? But it, they're really leaning into the horror aspect of it, yeah, um, which is good because I mean the first one is kind of spooky, mm-hmm. but it's it's not. I wouldn't call it a horror game. Yeah. It's much more thriller. But this is like survival horror where the over the shoulder, um, really nice graphics. I'm curious about uh, an Alan Wake makes me think about it. I don't know how, so don't ask. Mm-hmm. The new PT that's coming out, the uh, Silent Hill, and it had like the what is it, Trypnophobia? Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, it's not PT. That's what I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, I thought that was um, PT. PT was a playable teaser for Silent Hills, which just isn't half. It's not a oh. thing anymore. But um, yeah, the one I think it was Silent Hill F, maybe was that what it was? Yeah, just I feel like but it was the 1960s ra- Japan. I just feel like a lot of stuff's been very radio silent lately. I, I two cents real quick. Yeah, I got a feeling everyone's getting real comfortable with setting this day. For the game to release and then just pushing, pushing it, it back. back because everyone else has been doing it. So it's like, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if they can do it, why can't we? Right. And at first we're like, it's cool as long as the game's worth it because they've and been dropping shit. But now it's hitting a point where it's like, you're just not, you're you're just feeding us lies. And right. you're doing it with the intention of, we know it's not going to be out this day. Right. But it'll build hype now. Yeah. But I do also think there was a piece of uh, the pandemic where they were like, well, with the the changing in the ways that we're making games and things like that, where they were able to use that, and the further and further we get away from that, the less right. It's like well, you know, 
figure well, it what out. Are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think that's necessarily the case with the Silent Hill game. It just the they didn't have anything more to show us yet. No, and I'm not saying that is. I'm just saying yeah. I'm getting worried because it's just been kind of quiet. We haven't seen nothing for it, and there's a lot yeah. of hype, you know, coming out with that yeah. first. Yeah, trailer. Yeah, people thought that we might see Silent Hill two at this, and it wasn't there. It wasn't there. Yeah, uh, there was the only thing from Konami was that remake of uh, Metal Gear. Other side note. Mm-hmm. So I'm just spitting you with a bunch of shit on my mind today. I know this was supposed to be a quick one. So sorry about it. No, yeah. it's quick. <laughs> Well, um, no. Outlast Trials is out. Is out. Uh, as an early access game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> been there, done that. Yeah. We already played it. Yeah, we've <laughs> already been there. And uh, I think that's cool as fuck because, like, we got a closed beta. And we're just cool like that. <laughs> and, like, a buddy of mine, he's like, did you play this? And I'm like, <laughs> did I play that did shit? Did I play get, it, dude? Get with the times. Like, do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you know my fucking name, dude? It, like, Put some put some fucking respect. On you ever it. heard of Simply Well? Yeah. Like that had, had anything to do with us getting into <laughs> the beta? Did. It did. It did. Yeah. With the Simply Well podcast, <laughs> we said that we'd review it and talk about it on the podcast. I like that, and then we did. I like that you, for a minute, didn't think you were going to get in, but I, was, I did. I was panicking. <laughs> I was panicking hardcore. Yeah, I got in. I sent you a screenshot and sent it to you, and you're like, "I didn't get anything." I'm like, "Sucks to suck, pussy." You know? <laughs> no. And it took like what day? Another day. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then you got yours, and you're like. <gasps> It was like getting your fucking letter to Hogwarts, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ah, uh, I got a gold oh, ticket. Oh, thank God. <laughs> hey, we should check that out. <laughs> Good. Because it's, I mean, it's probably it's changed. Because they're also asking 30 bucks for it, so. <sighs> it better be fucking different. <laughs> yeah. Very, very different. Uh, let's see, we're going to kind of scoot through here. Yep. Bungie showed off, again, there's another CG trailer. So apparently I didn't know that this game was a thing in the past. They showed off something called Marathon. The visuals intrigued me, uh, but it's apparently a PvP first-person shooter, and they're uh, they're planning on it being just like I said, PvP focused, no single-player campaign. Um, but again, it was just the visual style. It was kind of like very colorful. It was a nice, like bright, vibrant colors on a all-white background kind of thing, where the, the character models were very vibrant. All looked relatively robotic. Mm-hmm. Um, but not really sure what the story is. But it does say here um, that Marathon, a Bungie apparently originally released this in 92 on Mac. So I'm, I'm like, oh, wow, for them wow, to go yeah. way back to that, that's a 30-year-old game for them yeah. to be like, guess what, bitch? Here's Marathon. <laughs> you thought it was over. <laughs> you thought, and here it is. Uh, but And apparently it's not going to be a direct sequel or anything, but it is set in the universe or whatever, right? But, yeah, it intrigued me enough that I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Bungie makes good first-person shooters. I'm willing to peep at this. Scooting through here. There was a lot of like, like I said, a lot of CGI trailers and a lot of games were like, what if a team of an odd number faced another team of an odd number? <laughs> you know, here's teams of three. Here's teams of five, you know, yeah, and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah I get it. Uh, and then uh, Square Enix showed a game called Foam Stars. It is Splatoon. <laughs> but on Nintendo or on PlayStation, hot take. I don't like Splatoon. I never played it. Yeah, it's just not. I tried it, couldn't get into it. I've heard that it's really good. Yeah, so it's yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just I never played it. And you said you didn't like it. Yeah, I just didn't. Now there was a little indie game that I was like pretty intrigued with called The Plucky Squire, hmm? and it's kind of a neat a concept of like different art styles, where 
it's like kind of a, a storybook thing. Like kind of reminded me of It Takes Two. Sure. In so far as like, you know, you play as the plucky squire, you know, and he's this little dude and he's got his two buddies. And uh, as he goes to the edge of the storybook page, he is now three dimensional and is moving through this area and things sure. like that. And it kind of had like some Paper Mario vibes too. Sure. Um, it looked interesting. Yeah. I, I'd be down to play it. I like a, a you know, kind of more casual game sometimes. Yeah. Something to wind down to. Yeah. Um, but no, just that the the 3D visuals of like being a small dude in the, you know, the making the bedroom large, right? You know, that whole perspective is pretty neat. I like that a lot in uh, It Takes Two. Mm-hmm. The one that was new to me and you, I think, that had me kind of going, yo, wait a moment, was uh, Phantom Blade Zero. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. It looks pretty interesting. Again, apparently it's uh, fan- I like Phantom is a thing. I've never played it. Um, but it was very fast paced, very dark. Yeah, very grainy. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, gritty. Gritty. <laughs> grainy. Grainy. It was Graphics grainy like shit. a bad smoothie, you know? Um, Chalky, even. Yeah, <laughs> like my Lanta. Uh, no, but so the, the, apparently it takes place in, uh, you know, set in quote unquote phantom world. And there's Chinese kung fu, steampunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, like we said, just some very grim art it's like everything's kind of like shades of gray and there's these weird beasts that he's fighting and but the uh speed with which the combat was moving was pretty cool looking yeah it was very quick very blade heavy ting 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 and we were like yo what jumping Uh, up in the air and doing dashes and shit like that yeah it's pretty cool yeah I'm, i'm here for it uh but really i mean that was the most stuff that i was kind of um like yo whoa what is this there was something called towers of Agasaba, I think, and it was definitely it looked like a Breath of the Wild like game, um, but it had some flavor there of like, are you building a village mm-hmm. where like you could see a grid of like them setting down sure, structures and sure. stuff, and I was kind of cool with that. Um, but it's a very um, nature heavy world of like you grow plants and there's these giant creatures and things like that that you can walk around and chopping down trees and stuff to construct. But there, you know, literally there's just like a dude on a paraglider, you know what I mean? And you're like, all right, I see what you're going for here. <laughs> you know, I get, I've seen this one, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, 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 there he is. But, uh, yeah, I'm scrolling through here, making sure there's nothing else that I was like, yo, there's some PSVR two stuff, but nothing else. Nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They showed off uh, Immortals of Avium, which I think we first got like a tease for at um, the Games Award, the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. And it was like the first person shooter game, except you're casting spells out of your hand and pew, 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 instead of pop, 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 you know? Yes. Are you with me? Do you no. smell what I'm cooking? No, I'm smelling what you're cooking. It's toast. Huh? Is it burning? <laughs> yes. My, I'll just start drooling out of there. So. Uh, no, but I, it looked kind of pretty mid. Yeah. The game, the combat's kind of interesting of like it, but uh, functionally it's still just a shooter game. Just instead of having a gun in your hand, you just have a hand. Yeah. Eh, I'm like, well, Bioshock did plasmas in 2007, you know? What are you going to do? Tough. But I did recognize one of the actors, but I, it wasn't like a, oh my God, that's Rosario Dawson. It was like, I've seen you in something. You know what I mean? 
So I don't know. But that's all I had from PlayStation. What'd you got? Anything that was uh, jumping out at you? Not that we haven't already talked about as far as PlayStation. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I heard that they're making a Ghost of Tsushima 2. <coughs> I heard. Sorry. Something for the factions. Like it was just like the lineup of stuff that's like that is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we already talked about all that though. Yeah. Dune, the Dune game, I'd like to see some more news about. Um, I know they said it was going to be an MMO, so I'd just like to see what's going on there. Um, other than that, I'm ready to hop into Barry. We didn't see that at all in the last season. No, huh? the third season or fourth season, they just do not use that theme. Mm-mm. It's a little weird. Weird, yeah, it's disconcerting. Um, because there was just a lot of... Uh, Scratching my throat, sorry. Cough, baby. (coughs) (coughs) No, there's a lot of um, just cold opens with just noise. Yeah. Playing over the behind the theme. Mm -hmm. You know, just big red bold text. Barry. And there's just crickets and wind sounds in the background. You're like, poosh. Kind of a bummer, huh? <laughs> we got the episodes here. Season three. Um, what do you want to talk about from season three? Um, I guess starting off would be <clears throat> well, leading up to it, I'd like to see uh, one of the big things I want to talk about was Gene and um, Barry. No, um, Detective Moss's father, uh, Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, them like getting together and like the whole story about them together. I wanted to talk about, but that kind of dips more into season three into four. Yeah, well, yeah, the end of three. Yeah, yeah. So I guess if you want, just pick up on three, and then I'll just follow you from there, and then at the end of three, <laughs> so that's my big thought. Uh, yeah, I mean, so three basically is like, well, at the end of season two, you know, the whole question of season two was like, is Barry able to change or are people able to change is he a good guy bad guy and it ends with him murdering a very lot of people mm-hmm. <laughs> a very large number of people die at his hands at uh, the uh, at the the monastery monastery which yeah. uh, okay no i do have a lot of notes on that too i wanted to talk about but well, that's season two yeah you're right yeah we already talked about it <clears throat> we did i already probably gave my thoughts on that hopefully hopefully yeah if you didn't mr shot yeah Lord knows we can never go back. That's right. Um, Time marches on. <laughs> Your hair starts to gray, thin. Hmm? <laughs> I found this on Shut head. your whore mouth. Whoa. Sorry. Siri, you're not a whore. You're a sweet lady. But I'm going to put you in silent mode. Um, no, so, you know, that, that finale kind of did leave us on a bleak note of like, man, <laughs> Barry's not a great guy. Uh, and so season three opens with him visibly in a darker place Mm -hmm. where I think the first scene of season three is him like making a guy dig his grave while he eats a donut. Yeah, because he's doing contract work again. Yeah, yeah, he's just doing contract killing again. And he ends up killing both of them because the guy changes his mind. He goes, no, I think I just overreact. And he doesn't 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 work that way. Sorry. Yeah, just kills them both and leaves them there. But, uh, and I like that. That's like his spot because he goes back there a couple of times mm-hmm. to just bury a body. I mean, it's down the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it looks like, by so. that tree. Yeah. 
Uh, and so, yeah, he and Sally are, are dating and seems like it seems like before we got to here, they might have been doing well. Yeah. But at this point, they're definitely just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Very. He's depressed. She's got a life. Yeah. And he doesn't. Yep. Right. You know, he's sitting on his, on the couch playing video playing games. Batteries are dying. And she's like, hey, you know, I'm going out. If you want to come bring me flowers, don't bring yeah. me anything yellow. If, uh, you, yeah. you know, if they say you can stay for lunch, just know that you can't. And he goes, oh, shit, and the batteries in my controller are dead. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And so then he does end up going to a Ralph's, you know, and getting mm-hmm. her flowers and showing up. But they are. They are yellow. They are yellow. Yeah. And uh, and he does say that he'll stay for lunch. Yeah. And she goes, no. No. And uh, and he does end up having the because she's got her own show now, yeah. uh, Joplin, which is based on her. It's a fictionalized version of her story of getting out of an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this scenario, she has a daughter and, and all that, and so she's playing herself, right? But uh, and, and in fact, I did want to point out the young lady that plays her daughter on on the show Joplin is the actress. I can't think of her name. Sadie something maybe, mm-hmm. who was in uh, Bo Burnham's film Eighth Grade. Oh, and so I was like, oh, cool, nice yeah. to see a little overlap there of my yeah. interests, yeah. right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, um, <laughs> quick sidebar: that young lady, uh, apparently her, um, like high school drama coach, mm-hmm. told her something to the effect of like, <laughs> he's like she didn't make the play because they didn't think she was very good, and so Bo Burnham like on live television. So it was like, uh, you know, Mr. So-and-so, fuck you. You know, <laughs> I was like, she's in a movie, you know, yeah. where are you? Yeah. What are you doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> Tough. She's got to go back to school, you know, because mm-hmm. they filmed that movie over summer. So yeah. she could go back to school. But anyways, um, yeah. So Barry's in a rough place. Uh, Gene uh, knows that yeah. Barry killed Janice. Because of Fuchs. Yep. And so he, uh, he gets Barry to show up to the, the acting school, tries to shoot him, mm-hmm. and fumbles the bag, just drops the whole cylinder out of the revolver. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Barry's kind of like, you, motherfucker. you son of a bitch, you were going to shoot me. And that's when he, this whole, what what is with the trunk meme? Have you been seeing these on TikTok and stuff that people are like <laughs> obsessed with the recurring theme of the trunk in no. Barry? No. Yeah. People are like, oh, they said the trunk. And you're like, you got to fucking relax, guys. But, uh, yeah, because he takes Gene, throws him in the trunk, and drives him out to that same spot and is yep. going to gonna goes, shoot him. Goes to kill him. And uh, for some reason, I don't remember the whole conversation, but basically Barry gets a good idea that, like, you know how I'm going to redeem myself? I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to get you right. work again. You're yeah. going to you're gonna work again. And that's the one he has. The, the end of the episode is him with just a big grin going, get in the trunk. Yes. <laughs> All right, get back in the trunk. And Gene gets back in the trunk and he is basically driving him around Hollywood yeah. trying to get him a job. And like he gets some food and stuff to eat yeah. in the trunk. Yeah, all fucking hands him a fucking burger. hamburger, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> but he, he has a really big blow up on Sally because he, he goes does. to Sally and it's like, why don't we just get Gene a roll on Joplin? Mm-hmm. And she's basically like, eh, I don't know. Like he's and basically it, it comes out that nobody in Hollywood likes Gene anymore. Yeah. He's burned all of his bridges. And Barry blows up on her for not helping him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got her workplace, yeah. you know, like in front of everybody. Yeah. And it's like you and I both were like you. He is not good. Like Mm-mm. immediately he was irredeemable because you're like he put her back in an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And then they really rub it in when he comes home uh, and, and she's a, like got his dinner ready and a beer and, and a new his controller. new controller. And yeah. And you're like, oh, she's she's slipping back into being. Mm-hmm. Being a victim, yeah. you know, 
And so we were like, Barry, you're a fuck. Like, we don't yeah. like you anymore. Yeah. You know, uh, which was real tough, I think, for us because Barry is just generally likable, yeah. which is really weird. In the, in the weirdest sense. But yeah. I mean, yeah, that was just a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, a, he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that definitely comes back up in four. Oh, yeah. Hard. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I do want to kind of just move along. So basically, the, the over, one of the overarching stories in season three is that Fuchs, as a way of getting revenge on Barry, starts going to all of the families of his victims. As a PI. as a, Yeah, pretending to be a PI and giving them Barry's address and basically being like, I can't get the cops to look into this guy, but I know that he's the guy that did it. Yeah. Uh, maybe you should do something about it, you yeah. know? And basically puts the bug in all their ears that you should kill and they all... Barry. And they all take him up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least a large portion of yeah. them do, well, I think including like them, a mother and son. son. At least all of them think about. And doesn't the mom accidentally shoot her son? I think something that the extent. gun goes off yeah. and, and and shoots him, and mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh man, that's that weird. Like, yeah, see what this gets you, yeah. you know. And uh, Ryan Madison's dad was the big one mm-hmm. for me. So his what was his military buddy's name? Chris. Chris. He, his Chris's wife invites him over for um, supper or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which is when he, he we get the very funny motorcycle chase yeah. because he's going to pick up these beignets, beignets from the bakery that everybody's trying to get into. There's always a line at the bakery, oh, yeah. and the one dude is just dishing out wisdom, like stoner wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so he's got the beignets in tow, and he's driving down, like, the 405. And he's just zoop, 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 splitting the lanes. And uh, people are, like, firing at him with an M60 and shit. A big all, just on the freeway. Gun, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and he ends up getting to where he's going and, uh, she poisons him with cyanide, mm-hmm. but the cyanide had like gone bad or something. It doesn't kill him. Yeah, but it, it fucks him, him up. And then we get a really trippy season or episode of him like slipping in and out of purgatory mm-hmm. where he's just like on a beach and there's a group of people that are all just looking at, but the horizon and he's yeah. like, oh, I wonder what's going on down here. And he goes over and it's checking it out. And it turns out that they're all people that he's, he's killed. killed. And then at the back of the room or at the back of the group, he sees... Gene and Sally, Sally. and it's kind of like, oh, yeah. And uh, you know, the, then there's just that weird ominous, like, Bruh. he just kind of looks up at the sky and cuts. And you're like, what was he? Was he like, was he, was he dying? What were was the, that supposed to be? The, you know, the, the horn. The, yeah, well, yeah, was that the horns? Yeah, yeah. can you hear them? Because uh, that seems to be an ongoing theme of like, especially in the fourth season, of I think Barry does, I think he is mildly religious at least in the in the sense of he might believe in in Something. judgment yeah you know and that there is somebody that judges you at the end um and he worries about that mm-hmm. right but it's that piece of you that you just can't get away from mm-hmm. right um but you know basically ryan madison's dad saves him yeah from the poison like picks him up off the road and drives him to the hospital and is like having a conversation with him as he's slipping in and out of consciousness and it really makes you feel bad for his dad, for yeah. Ryan Madison's dad, because yeah. he's talking about how, like, Ryan's room is always empty, and he's talking about the depression, and that his wife left him, mm-hmm. basically, because he couldn't get past it, and you're getting to see the impact of, of the killing. Of what he done. You know, what he done. What, what he, he done. done. And that was a really powerful shot that you and I both were like, oh, is when it's Barry in purgatory, and the horns start blowing. And then he wakes up on, like, a gurney being rushed into the ER. Mm-hmm. And he sits up and looks, and Ryan Madison's dad has shot himself in the car. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's another person that Barry basically killed. And that's on his you hands, know, that's, yeah. yeah, that's blood on his hands. And uh, 
and it's a guy that saved him, you know. And uh, f- quick little plug, that is uh, the same gentleman that plays uh, Jesse's dad in Breaking Bad. Hey, and I was like, this man playing a dad in a premier television show that I Daddy. deeply enjoy. For father. Uh, and basically, uh, what's the culmination of, of the season? Is uh, None of that works. So Fuchs is like, oh, you know who I'll go to? Tell Gene. Tell, no, I'll go tell... Uh, Moss's, or yeah, that's right. He, Dad, tell Jim. Yeah, he's the last family member that I'll go to. Mm-hmm. It turns out Janice's dad is like he was in like the special forces. He was like black ops. Yeah, and uh, he did some like hardcore interrogation, infiltration stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he did the shit that if I if he gets caught, he's not a U.S. citizen. Yeah. You know, and and uh, he's like basically like I'll figure this shit out. <laughs> And he gets Gene to come over and takes Gene in the garage, and we don't know what happens. But when Gene comes out, Gene and him are tight like two two nuts in a ball sack, yeah. and Gene has straightened his act up. Yeah. Because Gene ends up getting, like, uh, gets a role from Barry. Mm-hmm. Like, he does that does plan out or pan out. Doesn't he turns it down, doesn't he? No, no, no. He takes it. Oh, and no, he that's right. Getting, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's teaching a master class, yeah. you know, and he's doing well, and... He's ready to put things aside. All right, yeah, hey, you know, my life is back on path. You know, thanks, Barry. Uh, I know you killed my girlfriend, but I'm a schmuck who's greedy, you know. And uh, and now Moss is like, hey, (laughs) we're gonna get your boy. And Gene gets him. Yeah, yeah. With his acting, because I I did really enjoy that. Because he tells him like, let's kill Jim. Yeah, we got to kill him. You know, he's he's gonna turn us in. It's gonna all fall apart. Blah 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 blah. And Barry's like. Barry had just made the the promise that he wasn't going to kill anymore. Yeah, he's done. Well, to be fair, he's been making that promise, you know, starting now. Right, but this one was like his his buddy from the Chris. military. Yeah. No, 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 not Chris, because Chris is dead. His buddy from the military that he saved. Um, oh, uh, um, can't think of it. The guy who got shot in the face. In, yeah, uh, Iraq. that he saved. Yeah. Cat figures out that it's Barry. Yeah, and he and goes to shoot him at the same spot. At the same spot, and basically makes Barry like gives Barry an out, and is like, "I'll fucking take this to my grave, but you got to swear to me that you'll stop." And Barry's like having a pants shitting, yeah, screaming, crying, down. blubbering. Please, God, Jesus, just don't kill me, you know. And and is ready to. I, I swear to God, I won't kill anybody else again. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. And you're like, this might have been the scared straight moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, because to backpedal a little bit. Sally kills somebody, yeah, out of self defense. Mm-hmm. But it, it does get a little. Except we're like, you gotta think she that stabs, Yeah, she stabs the guy. He stumbles away. She pursues him and <laughs> beats him to death with a ball bat. And uh, Barry basically tells her like, "I'll get rid of the body. I'll take the heat. I'll take the heat." And, and like tells when, her like, "Yeah, Barry Berkman did this." Yeah, that's when he goes out there, dumps the body. Yeah, and runs into that guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he's like, "All right, well, I got to go take care of Gene. Get Gene out of town." And then I got to go clean this mess up. And then you and I, Sally, we're out of town, you yeah. know. And he gets a phone call from Sally and is talking to her. And basically, he's like, hey, I got to go take care of something. And then I'll be at the apartment. Like, you know, be ready for me, right? Mm. And she's already at Gone. on at the airport getting ready to go home to Joplin. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has no clue. And so that was kind of tough for him. <laughs> well, you know, for us to be like, ooh. <laughs> and, yeah, he goes to Gene and is like, all right, you fucking get out of here. I'm going to go kill this guy for you, you son of a bitch. You know, goes in there and he's standing there at the mantle, you know, all <laughs> invitingly, you know. 
Barry rolls up on him, is going to pop him in the back of the head, and all the cops come out of the bushes and shit and swarm the house, and it was a setup. And Gene just stares him down. Gene the stares him time. down. Basically, you know, I mean, I think he does. He say like, "I got you, Barry." I got you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and that was the realization of like, because Gene was like crying and shit in his pants. Please, Barry, please, you gotta fucking kill this guy. He's gonna get us, you know. And Barry's like, "Fine, fuck, fine, fine, fine." And it's like yeah, he got him with his acting, you know, because <laughs> he tells him like, "You're a bad actor, Mister Keys." You know. Yeah. He's not. He's not. Yeah, he did it. Um, That's how season three ends. Yeah. And so then four picks up with he's in, uh, he's he's in, in jail. He's a he's a jailbird. In the first, uh, what, four episodes, he's in jail, technically? Well, I guess first three. Yeah. The fourth episode, he's not in, basically, at all. Um, <laughs> fucking Fuchs is in jail. <laughs> the Raven. He's the Raven, yeah. And um, there's some cool dynamics of, like, how quickly things keep... Like, the fourth season moves fast. Yeah, it's quick. Um, which I think is good and bad. Because I, I was thinking about myself earlier where I could – part of me was like, I wish they had more time on it. Yeah. But I don't know that there was another season's worth of stuff to no. do either. Mm-mm. I was like, maybe if this was a 10-episode season. Or just you know the episodes I mean? were a little longer. Yeah, or just do longer episodes. Um, but they – I mean, you got to give them props that they stuck to – the cons- the consistency, consistency of, of thirty minute episodes and mm-hmm. eight episodes a season we're gonna we're gonna do it in that yep. you know um, and Bill Hader even talked about that in an interview where he's like you know there are some restrictions of that thirty minute time frame of he's like but at the end of the day it's just storytelling and if if we hit the emotional beats some of the logical beats don't necessarily have to track right as long as it makes sense inside the the story that we're telling right but so yeah Barry's in jail. Uh, fucking Sally's home life blows. She goes home and no her support. parents are basically fucking give her the cold shoulder. Yeah, her her like mom that. is super judgmental and like kind of ignoring Sally's issues. Yeah, and her dad is like <laughs> trying to be supportive but is bad He's at it. He's not good at it. Yeah, and and, and it's just not working. Um, he. <laughs> <laughs> he like comes. She's hiding under her dad's desk. And he comes in and is basically like, "Hey, you could come work for me. You know, wouldn't that be cool?" And she's kind of like, "Fuck, I don't. You know, no, no it doesn't sound good." No. And uh, and she doesn't stay long mm-hmm. and ends up going back home or back to L.A. L.A. Which I thought was interesting that like that seemed like maybe this season would be what's she doing and, and you know what's her life like now without Barry right. and how quickly they just went. Now nah, she she would go home and hate it. So yeah. she comes back. She comes right back. You know, because she doesn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she kind of tries to take up. that plays into the victim role still? Potentially. But I also think, uh, and I did see Bill Hader talk about it, that there's an ongoing theme of the fourth season, which is all of them, first of all, are actors mm-hmm. uh, in some way in their life. And all of them have a piece of themselves that they dislike, that they can do everything in their power to suppress. But how long can you do that right? before it comes bubbling back up? You know, and so some of that's violent tendencies, like with Barry, mm-hmm. you know. He's kind of, he's just a violent, potentially evil dude yeah. who no matter how much he doesn't want to do it. He's always going he's to. He's going to slip back to it, you know. Slipping Jimmy. <laughs> and then, uh, Sally, I do think there's a selfishness to her. Hard. Yeah. Um, Everything has to be about her. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, with Fuchs, it is that need to be, need to be somebody. Yeah. need to be a, the guy, yeah. you know, cause I, he talks about that in the finale of, he's always been a poser of like 
pretend he was a soldier when he's like, I was a fucking cook that never left the country, right, yeah. you know, and then he thought he was a mentor who, you know, he was bad at that, yeah. you know, and then, and then he finally boiled down to I'm just a I'm a dude with person. no heart, which isn't true either. Right. Because he saw because he wanted to kill Barry. Yeah. Uh, and and then, then as soon as he saw, saw John, he was like, I can't kill this I kid. Kill I, I love this kid, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so that was interesting that he was still lying to himself. Yeah. You know, still acting, which is funny, especially after the monologue he gives Noho. Yeah, uh, about you know being in such denial. Yeah, that you can't even admit it to yourself. Yeah, and then he's still in denial, and denial ain't just a river in Egypt. Mm-mm. It ain't. <laughs> it ain't. We did get to see uh, <laughs> Fred Armisen in this season have a cameo, where basically uh, Fuchs. Is going to rat on Barry and then very quickly changes his mind when he sees Barry getting beat down in prison. Mm -hmm. So he and Barry kind of are like, we'll just run prison. Yeah. You know, we'll just run this thing. And um, Barry's like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a good idea. I did like that bit when they're trying to like, (laughs) fellas, gather around. You know, we got a pitch for you, right? I am the Raven. I'm the Raven. Uh, And he's trying to give people names like nicknames. And they're like. Oh, my name's Jason. He's like, nah, I don't like Jason. You're bulldog, you know. And he's like, my my name's Jason. My name's <laughs> Jason. <laughs> and he's like, you know, all right, bulldog, get over here, you know. And he just keeps using the nickname. But uh, and then Barry very quickly swoops in on Fuchs deal. <clears throat> yeah, because Fuchs got offered a deal to be be An a rat. informant. Yeah, and and you know, uh, he says no. Never mind. I'm gonna yeah. It's gonna be me and Barry on the inside, you know. And then Barry's like, yeah, I'll take that deal. <laughs> oh, damn, damn, good, good deal. deal. Yeah, you take that deal. I take, take that deal. deal. Because uh, he has a, a meeting with Sally, where uh, you know where Sally comes to visit him, and, and he's trying just to all, apologize. And, and all know. she really cares about is, did you end up disposing of that body? Mm-hmm. You know, we had a dog. Did you get rid of it? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I got, yeah, it's fine. You know. And he's like, why did you come back? You know. And she basically says, like, I just feel safe. I with feel you. safe when I'm closer to you. And to him, that was the same as her saying, "I love you." You know. And, uh, yeah, and so he does, he, he's like, oh, well, she wants me, <laughs> you know, and there, that's some of that, like, weird, obsessive thing where he then just goes to the, the feds and it's like, yep, I'll be an informant. You got to put me in witness protection and I'm taking Sally with me without, <laughs> without consulting her. Just straight up bouncing with her. Yeah. He's like, yeah, she's gonna, she's going to be coming with me into yeah. witness protection. And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah sure. She on board with this. And he's like, yep, yep. 100%. And you're like, she has she no clue that this is a thing, any of that. which I'm kind of, I would have been interested to see how that would have went. You know what I mean? My honest opinion is she probably would have gone with it. Yeah, I think so too. But I mean, that's the, the shitty part is like Barry has a lot of luck and unluck mm-hmm. where like, man, shit just always seems to work out for him, you know, in some way. Yeah. Right. I think about like <laughs> Loach. The detective Loach. Oh. <laughs> wanting him to kill Ronnie. And then in the end there, Ronnie kills Loach. And then Loach kills Ronnie, Ronnie gets killed. And it's all cleared. That, mm-hmm. That's all wrapped up. And yeah, he doesn't really have to worry detective. about the police anymore. You know. But uh, Barry is talking. Having a meeting with the uh, the feds again. And Noho Hank has figured out that Barry is going to rat on them. And uh, basically tells Cristobal, like, hey, we're going to have to kill Barry. Yeah. Right uh, after he got done defending him. Yeah. Because they want to uh, go legit, he and Cristobal. Want to do a construction sand. Yeah, they want to import construction sand because apparently that's a pretty booming business. Yeah. Uh, 
And, and so they want to go legit and do that. And uh, Hank's less convinced than Cristobal. Yes. Cristobal really wants to be legit. Hank is still kind of behind the Chechen. Yeah. You know, I'm here for an empire. Yeah. And, and you know, there's, there's that piece of him that he just can't get away from, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and he, uh, <laughs> he, he kills all of their men. Yeah, uh, he drowns them in sand. Yes, I guess sm- suffocates them, yeah. smothers them. I don't know, you know, crushes them. <laughs> what does he do? He pulls. Does he, he pull like a pulls plug? a lever so that the sand sinks into the silo? Yeah, and they're all standing on the pile of sand, and they just sink into the sand to get and get smothered and crushed, which is hor- and he almost kills Cristobal. Cristobal, and he comes up and he's like, "Oh, I out. thought you were right behind me and stuff yeah. like that." And Cristobal was not cool with Hank doing this. It's basically. The like the the Chechen version of like the high table, the elders I think they call them were like threatening them yeah. to that they were going to kill them if they didn't play hard, you know, play ball. So Hank was like, yeah, okay, and went behind Cristobal's back. They hire a hitman to kill Barry. Yes, <laughs> and they hire him. They hire them from Guillermo del Toro, the director, mm-hmm. gets to play a, a part. And I like that the the dudes that he gets are apparently have a podcast or whatever. Yeah. They, they make that joke that they yeah. and they kind of dog on two dudes with a podcast. And you and I kind of like, mm-hmm. what? Uh, what are you talking about? You you talking about? Everybody's got a fucking podcast these no. days, you know. Yeah, what, does. You know, and um, uh, Fred Armisen is one of the the hitmen. Mm-hmm. So Barry's there having his meeting with the feds, and uh, Fred Armisen is just standing in the background in a flop sweat with just the most like. Terrified look. He's shaking. He keeps looking up at the ceiling tiles. And Barry goes, "That guy's trying." To yeah, kill Barry me. goes. Yeah, just kind of points. He's like, "That guy's here to kill me." And they turn to look at him. I'm like, "No, no, no. That's one of, uh, you know, Agent So and So's guys." And he's like, no. Um, "No, he's not one of mine. He's one of your guys." And they're like, "And he pulls out a pen that's supposed to be one of those pen guns that yeah. you pop and a single round comes out." And he says, "Like this is for Hank and Christopher." And he pulls it and just his hand explodes <laughs> and he drops his knees and is screaming. And and I mean it's bad. Yeah, you know you see just his fingers are fucking blown off, and some like one of them's hanging off like a hot dogs. When you leave yeah, them in the microwave too yeah. long, they start to pop and peel. And he's just screaming and bleeding on himself, and somebody's poking out of the ceiling tiles and is popping all the agents. Mm-hmm. And Barry ends up picking up a gun and killing him. He killing him, dropping him out. And uh, the fucking warden rolls up because you know there's gunshots and shit going off. And I honestly think if Barry stayed, stayed there, stuck around, he would have been. Gucci. I think he would still be alive. Yo, yeah. So he, uh, oh yeah, we're doing full spoilers on Barry, oh, by the yeah. way. <laughs> well, we already said he, Gene shot him. No, he didn't. Oh, well. <laughs> but now we did. Now we did. Uh, so, yeah, Barry just kills both of those dudes. Mm-hmm. Hard. <laughs> Hard. Well, one of them kind of. Yeah, well, yeah, he doesn't kill the other guy. He's still standing there screaming when the warden rolls up. And uh, Fred Armisen's character. <laughs> Fred Armisen's so fucking funny. I know. When they do uh, Grey Gardens on uh, Documentary Now, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, you always stomp it. <laughs> I don't stomp. You got the oh, you got ceiling in my lima beans. beans. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Warden rolls up and is like, where the fuck is Berkman? And that's how you know, like, Berkman dipped. He's gone. Barry got out. And uh, then fucking episode four, they just don't show Barry. Mm-mm. They show everybody else around L.A. kind of like finding out that Barry's escaped and like, oh, shit. Like this changes things. Of yeah. like, He's on. He's loose. Yeah. And, you know, Gene is so certain that Barry's going to come for him he's because for he him. put him away. And we as viewers were like, he's probably beelining for Sally. Yeah. Because his plan was I just got it. Sally and I are going to go away together. Yep. You know, that's his end game. And uh, 
That's kind of what happens. Yeah, and Moss. Moss, Jim Moss was smart enough to go straight to Sally's mm-hmm. and park his car there and watch her. And Gene ends up going up to his cabin and he's all bummed out because uh, he's kind of being forced up there <laughs> yeah. where they're like, you're, you'll be safe up here and you'll shut your trap up here, mm-hmm. you know, next to like, you don't have your phone or nothing. Yeah. No cell service or anything like that. That's what it was. And, uh, and his, he's bummed out. And he's telling his son, like, you know, what am I going to do for food? You know, there's no, he's like, well, you can cook this or that. And yeah, he's like, like, there's oh. shit here. He's like, I want such and such restaurant, you know, whatever. Well, fucking, he shows up later that night. Barry, you know, he finds out the Barry's out and he's just parked his set, his ass. Grab that same pistol. Yeah. That revolver. Uh, and he just sits in the, sits in the chair. Yeah. And he waits for him. And then like, a couple hours go by, and you know he sees the shadow um, of a figure, a, 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 yeah, a, a man, and he doesn't even think twice about it, and takes two shots right at the door. Yeah. Turns out it's his son. It's his son bringing him dinner, bringing him dinner that he had mentioned. It's that restaurant, yeah, and um, and dips. Yeah, he you know screams, shoots, and then runs upstairs for like the night. Yeah, you know, and then that's all we see of. That's Kusno. all we really know. Yeah, um, and then Sally comes home. Jim Moss is like I said parked outside her apartment he kind of sits up and is like oh, oh shit you know I slept you know and uh, Sally goes inside and she like knows that he's there yeah. she comes into her apartment looks into like the dark room which is the same room that when she's having her like mental breakdown on her agent uh-huh. uh, she like slowly backs into it and it's supposed to be like the visual of like her backing into the dark uh-huh. right is the same room that Barry then Emerges. comes out of and uh, she she just goes Barry, are you there? And he comes stumbling out, and he's looking rough. We got a busted face from yeah. where the guards beat beat his ass, and he's like, "Ugh." And she's like, "He's gonna." He goes, "Some." He starts to say something, and she just goes, "Let's go. You know, let's get out of here." Yeah. And so they dip, and it does a weird flash forward that we were like, "Is that real?" Yeah, is this real or is it like a hallucination? Because yeah. Barry's not not the same mentally guy. well right now. Yeah. But it turns out to be the truth. Mm-hmm. They're just living off the grid in Texas later. eight years later, and they've got a, uh, you know, I presume like an eight or seven or seven or eight year old son, mm-hmm. um, and they're like peace loving, religious, Bible fanat- like Bible thumpers, and uh, did you say Bible munchers, mm-hmm. <laughs> Bible thumpers, yeah. and uh, a bunch of munches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they munch for Jesus, but. Uh, that's that's very disrespectful. Mm-hmm. The Barry's grayed a little bit. Sally's got black hair. Mm-hmm. And I forget what's her uh what's her Emily. Yeah, and his was Was he John? No. And John was a junior? No. Uh I don't remember. I don't remember. She calls him Barry pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, and like I said, they're just living off the grid in Tejas. Yeah. And, like, the house that they have, like, isn't bad. Yeah, it's a nice house, but it's out in the middle of nowhere. And they don't have, like, any electronics. Like, no TV. Yeah, it's a pretty low frills. They've got a laptop. Yeah, and they just sit in the house all day. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I would go cabin fever so quick. Yeah, I'm like, they they, um, attend telechurch, you know? (laughs) And, uh... He does on... Or, uh, homeschooling. mm -hmm. John John does homeschooling. And I like Barry. That was a really funny bit for me in episode five. Was when Barry keeps trying to, um, he's telling him about how how good like this person was or this person was, you know, Abe Lincoln and all that, and then he gets books about Abe Lincoln and starts to figure out how there's some not cool stuff that any, you know, and it's that thing of like nobody's perfect, right? right. You know, and he's kind of like, 
man, did you know that Abe Lincoln did this? That? Yeah. Never trust anybody. You know, <laughs> he's like, man, really can't uh, can't trust what they say about people, yeah. you know. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, but I just thought that was kind of funny that mm. that was just a little bit that keeps going. But we see, like, the kids, uh, it turns out, like, ding-dong ditch their house. Yeah. And it's well, like Well, because uh, John gets in a fight with another kid because John doesn't know what Call of Duty is. Right. Because um, cause Barry's not showing him anything because, yeah. well, yeah. you know, if any exposure gets out there of who Barry is. Right, yeah, know. he's really trying to keep it hush-hush. Um, but so, yeah, those kids, I, I presume they're probably the same kids. Yeah. Show up and, you know, ding-dong ditch, basically. They knock on the door, and it's, like, a really scary moment of, like, it kind of made me think of, like, just us with social anxiety, like, sitting on the couch, and someone knocks, and you're like, who's there? Who the fuck would be at my house right yeah. now? Yeah. And you're, like, trying to peep through the curtain to see who it is, you know? Is it somebody that I want to talk to? And you're standing around like it's the feds, you know? <laughs> like, fuck. He's wearing an orange vest. What does he want, you know? <laughs> I ain't signing nothing. I ain't fucking, yeah, he's not coming to my house, like... I'm not ready for that, but they're genuinely worried about the police, you know, and uh, so Barry fucking grabs his gun out his of like piece. a hole in the wall behind a painting, behind a painting yeah. and uh, steps outside, which just literally looks like he's punched, punched a, hole. a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. And like he makes Sally get John and lay in the tub. Yeah. And he goes outside and that's a really good shot of it's like tracking the back of Bill's head mm-hmm. as he comes down the porch steps. And standing there in the dark. And, and you, can, you can hear the footsteps as they're running As they're running away. away. Yeah. It kind of made me think of signs, actually. <laughs> uh, but like the, the way it was shot, there could almost have been somebody in front of him that was hidden behind him mm-hmm. in the shot, you know? And so there was, like, a tense attention of, like, waiting on a reveal. And then for there to be nobody there. Nobody there. And he literally stands out there. All night long. Holding his peace. You know what I'm saying? All, for all night. Uh, you know, fucking sun comes up and he's like, all right, well, I guess I'll go inside. And I did read somebody talking on the subreddit for Barry. That was like, they thought he was standing out there because he didn't know what else to do. You know, his gut instinct was, well, I'll get this gun and kill those kids mm-hmm. or, you know, kill whoever's Whoever, outside. Whoever's out there. And then when it was kids that ran away, he's like, well, I don't, don't really know what to do here. Yeah. So I'm just going to stand guard, I guess, you know, ready to shoot at whoever comes, comes to the house. Comes this way. Which is pretty tough of like, he's going to kill kids potentially. Um, and then he fu- fucking Gene shows up looking like a wild man. Oh, what is it? Gandalf the Gene? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gandalf the Gene. Uh, Gene Dalf the Gray. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and he shows back up because they're going to make a movie about Barry and Gene. And he doesn't want them to make yeah. a movie. And he's like, you know, he's traveled the world and. He did he say that he ended up in Jerusalem? Yes, yeah, somewhere around that. Yeah, I think it was Jerusalem, and he he you know met with um, some rabbis and things like that, and was like you know really trying he, to find peace. Try, yeah, yeah, and so he's on his high horse that he very quickly falls off of, and I like that when the news comes out like Gene Cusino's back and they're gonna make this movie, and Barry's like, I, I gotta kill, kill Gene. Gene, and immediately grabs his gun again, and you're like, how quickly back it's like it. that's his only solution, mm-hmm. you know. And so well, he, technically, Sally was the one who said we got to kill Gene, because she read the article on her laptop, and that's when she goes Barry, and we right. get to hear, uh, you know, his real name rather than yeah. the, the fake whatever name, name she was. And giving. She goes, we got to kill Gene. Is she the one that said it? Mm-hmm. She says we got to kill Gene, because she's the one that finds everything. Right. Yeah, but she shows it to him, and then I'm pretty sure he looks up and he goes, "I got to kill Mr. Cusino. now." I thought Sally said it. I don't know, man. We'll never know. Mm-hmm. There's no way to find out. 
Not one. No. Not a lick. Yeah. It, it aired once. We'll never see it again. Yeah, I'm not watching that again. Uh-uh, fuck them. <laughs> no, so either way, he, they decide that that's the move. Mm-hmm. And uh, he fucking leaves Sally with a gun and is like, hey. Trying yeah. to walk her through it. Yeah, walk her through how to disassemble, apart. reassemble it. Um, and uh, he, he leaves, goes on an adventure to go kill kill Gene. Mm-hmm. Fuchs gets out of prison and uh, is the Raven. And, except he is genuinely, like, he is the guy. Well, yeah, because uh, the guards beat the shit out of him because they're trying they to They think get... that he helped Barry escape. Mm-hmm, because he wouldn't uh, be an informant for him. Yeah. And so they're like, well, you obviously know where Barry went. Yeah, and he's, and like, he's like, I, I really don't. have no clue. And they, I mean, beat the shit out of him every, every day. day. And uh, and everybody in the prison thinks that he knows mm-hmm. and just won't give up. Yeah. And so they're like, man, this guy deserves some respect. Mm-hmm. But so when he gets out, he's all covered in prison tats and he's wearing a wife beater and he's has his hair all slicked back. Raven on his yeah, chest. he's got a raven on his chest that I at first thought was like a Nazi eagle and was like, oh, did he get him with the skinheads? <laughs> you know, I was like, tough. He's well, a prison well. Nazi. But um, well, he was not. Uh, and so the first place he goes to is fucking Hank. No. Well, the, the first, first place, place he goes, he goes to, is, to is, a, is, a is, a, is a coffee shop. And the first woman is this old barista. <laughs> and he just gives her the fucking this, the look. The look. He gives her the raven stare and for just, too long. And then the next, it just hard cuts to her in the car with them <laughs> driving where all he had to do was stare her down. <laughs> and she's like, oh. Fuck, I'm in, you know. So he goes to Hank. Hank is, is running uh, Noho Ball, yeah. which is their, their construction, business. their property company. And, um, you know, it's booming. Yeah, it it's doing really well. well. It's, a, it's a large, it's a skyscraper type building. And it looks like it's pretty, uh, it's fancy. Not, it's pretty high. Well, it's not like an empire. It is an actual. Yeah, it's a business. It's a business. <clears throat> but he still has connections to the Chechens because like he's got. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking. It's probably he's front. Pro- yeah, he's probably helping them move stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> he, he puts, he wants to hire Fuchs as um, security. security. I'm going to put you guys up in the best property, right? And all that. And then he comes over for dinner to celebrate, and Fuchs kind of just straight up is. We got to talk. We about didn't that. talk about that Back before the time. Real quick. Yeah. Uh, so during you know after while Barry's on the run, and um, Cristobal you finds know, out I, that Hank know, killed everybody purposely. to work with the Chechens. Um, he doesn't want to play like, ball. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be with you anymore because yeah, that's not you're a monster. That's not the type of business I want to run. I want to do something that's real. Yeah. And Noho Hank's telling him like, No, you can't. You can't. You can't. And then finally tells him like. Chris, well, I don't think you get it. You can't, you can't leave. You know too much. And he ends up leaving because he doesn't. He's like, yeah. you're not going to do nothing. Yeah, and Hank like follows him out to the car, and Cristobal is finally like, you know, stop fucking touching me. Like, don't do this. Yeah. You know, you're embarrassing yourself. And uh, and Hank like gives him a big hug, and I think maybe like gives him a kiss on the cheek, and is like, you know, deuces, and turns around and walks back into the house and shuts the door, and then like goes and sits down on the couch and has a little bit of a cry. And uh, somebody the door opens up, and you just see Chris Ball laying out laying there. out there. And there's Blood. a couple Chechens, and one of them's like, "Sorry, Hank, I really didn't think it was gonna have to go that. You know, I thought it wasn't gonna have to go that way." Yeah. And uh, yeah, so Hank uh, effectively had Chris Ball killed because mm, he just knew too much. Yeah, and uh, probably agreed to the deal of like, you know, if Chris Ball doesn't play ball, we're gonna have to kill him. Yeah, and he's like, "I'll get him to play ball." Yeah, you know, and couldn't you yeah, know couldn't get him to play. So Chris Ball's dead. Uh, and that's why the business is called Noho Ball, and it's like a nice. He's, there's a statue of Cristobal mm-hmm. in the honor. lobby. Um, fucking Fuchs is having dinner and brings up the fact that Hank just had his lover killed, yeah. and Hank fucking doesn't like that. Does not like that, and is like, "You're fucking drunk, dude." Like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. And uh, Fuchs kind of pushes him, and then Hank basically is like, "I want you out." 
Yeah, you're you're fired. Yeah, like I want you out to buy tomorrow. I really was like waiting on Hank to just shoot Fuchs. Yeah, in that moment, I, I was like, thought I could have seen happen. it going that way, and I'm like, oh my god. Hank was really able to keep his composure. Yeah, which I think really shows the difference between him and Barry. Yeah, yeah, because Barry would have just mm. killed him, um, and then everybody at the table, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Including his new his new, new wife and daughter stepdaughter. I like because at dinner he goes, you know, I, I got, got a fucking I got, kid. I got a family. You know, I have my wife. I just found out I have a oh, daughter, daughter, and she looks easy, like 15, 15, 16. if not older. Yeah, she could be a college student. Could be, you know. <laughs> and so it's just like, how did he just? How did this woman just be like, okay? Yeah, just rolls up on this man's life. It's basically been a day, but uh, yeah. So now Hank and Fuchs are basically at war together. Or against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry's oh, on his way to L.A. And Bear, or Hank uh, hires some four mercenaries to go kill Fuchs and get his guys out. And there's the one that, you know, they're like listing off everybody's like basically their stats. Mm-hmm. Like this guy's so-and-so. He worked in 75 this branch. He's got some, you know. And then comes to the last one who's a very like handsome, smoldery guy, you younger, know. Younger, yeah. Younger, you know. Um he goes, 300 confirmed kills. No, 500. 500. 500. And he goes, consider it 501. You know? And he's like, I think when it first came, he goes, fuck yes, hired. Yeah, you fuck know? yes, hired. And then they start telling his stats, and they have 500 confirmed kills, and he goes, make that 501. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, what a fine piece of ace. Yeah, oh my God. That was funny as hell. Yeah, he was down horrendous for that man. Mm-hmm. And then they fucking all die. Yeah. They like all... they just, their heads get mailed to the office in a box. And even he goes, <laughs> he, even in fuck, death, even in death, he's a fucking Fox. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, my God. I like that. He opens the box. You know, like, well, we don't know that they're heads. And he opens the one. And he's like, it's a head. <laughs> yeah, and he opens sick. the next box. And he's like, it's another head. head. It's another head. You know, and he the opens third the third one. one. He goes, why am I still, why am I still doing this? You know, I mean, it's, it's a head. And then the you fourth know? one, he goes, like, fuck, even in death, he's a fucking Fox. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And so he's like, fuck it, we'll do it ourselves. And, like, gets a missile launcher. But they only bring one, one missile. One missile because uh, Hank said that they want to be <laughs> budget keep under the budget, yeah. And uh, so Hank, like, fires the missile. And it's an at-range, you know. And so right. it kind of veers off and misses the whole structure. Because they decide, like, if we can't go in and get him out, we'll just fucking wipe the yeah. property yeah. off Which the isn't a bad idea. No, fuck it. We'll just destroy the property and kill him. Which they do have... <laughs> very long conversation about the fast and the furious franchise oh my god like a two minute and 30 second scene of just which fast and furious movie are you talking about no i didn't see that one oh man yeah dom that's the one where dom toretto takes down the plane you know because it it all leads up from uh uh the raven fuchs his wife is like what the fuck yeah her and her daughter are pretty not cool with the fact that four men were just beheaded like by their pool and um they're like trying to figure out like what they can do, and they're like, "Well, we'll take you out to like a nice, you know, movie or a dinner or yeah. something like that, just so you don't have to be around." Yeah, and they're Feels all like, like going back idea. and forth of like, "Well, how would we know? You know, because this was unexpected. So right. how would we know?" Yeah, it's like, all right, well, what if we put on a movie and turn it up really loud? And, you know, yeah, and we, you know, what movie would would drown yeah. the noise? Those out? are loud movies, you know, because then they're like, "Yeah, but these guys were screaming really loud," <laughs> you know, which is funny because they're still sitting there and they're traumatized. He's like, they were screaming really loud when we cut their heads off, you know? And it's like, oh, my God. And they're like, well, that's why you turn it up. And they're like, I don't know, man. They, they were really they were loud. really loud. And he's like, well, you get a loud movie, like the Fast and the Furious movies. And you I know? like how Fuchs is just sitting there, like, kind of gaining impatience. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, like, let's just wrap oh, it yeah, up. Let's, yeah, let's stop talking about it. And I did like that as 
as Bear or as Hank and his guy roll up with the missile, they're taking the wife and daughter out. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, they're getting ready to take yep. them somewhere, you know. But uh, yeah, and so they end up killing Hank's driver. And I, I thought they were going to kill Hank. I was certain they were going to kill Hank. Hank barely gets away. Ba- I mean, I mean, by they the skin sh- of his teeth, they shoot his car up, and like yeah. he crashes his car, and he just runs in the bushes to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, and dives down a hill, rolls, but uh, yeah. So he and Fuchs are still at odds, mm-hmm. and basically the the agreement they come to is that the only thing that's going to get Fuchs off his back is if Barry. Hank will get him Barry, and then it just so happens that Barry's coming to town, and so it's all converging, you know. Mm-hmm. And fucking Barry goes to kill Gene at Gene's house, and Moss is there waiting on him. Mm-hmm. And I really like that bit that was ongoing through the episode. Of, is mostly Barry's experience in the last couple episodes is mostly just driving around. Yeah, um, but he's trying to justify killing somebody. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah because he's been this devout, God fearing man now, and as he's driving around town, he's listening to all these different different podcasts, podcasts and, and different saying. preachers and stuff, and they all talk about how like murder is the only unforgivable. Sin and things like that. As soon as they say that, he turns like, it to the next, next one. one. You know? And I love that. Basically, it's commenting on the fact that you can find someone, Bilber, that will agree with your stance. You know, and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Finally, it's Bill Burr, <laughs> not him, but his voice, mm-hmm. being like a hockey player turned preacher who like did kill somebody, and is basically like. You know, sometimes, you know, God's giving you a sign and you just, you got to kill somebody. And if, you know, if, if that's God's plan for you, then there you go, you know, and he basically is like, boom, bingo, there There we go. That's all we need. And turns turns it off off. and gets out of the car with the gun. (laughs) He's like, that's all I needed. I think he says something effective like that. Yeah. That's a sign. Yep. That's it. And uh, yeah. And so he goes stomping up the steps to kill Gene. And as soon as he opens the door, Jim Moss throws a bag on his head and takes him to the garage. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like pumping him full of hallucinogens and has uh, an eye mask over his head. Yeah. And is like basically convincing Barry that he's seeing all of the people that he loves. Mm -hmm. And like he sees Gene Cusano. I mean, we don't see him see it, but he's like, Gene, Gene, I'm really sorry. I love you. You know, I'm sorry. And you're like, ooh, (laughs) you know, and uh, he ends up confessing that he paid. Yeah. I'm sorry that, you know, or something with the money that he gave him from uh, from one of his jobs. Yeah. Uh, to like now we're even yeah. right and yeah and so and now Moss, Moss the is dots like, of like this is Ryan's he's been paying the- yeah and so he thinks that kusino has been working mm-hmm. with Barry or making Barry work for him um, and, and all this and so he's putting together that Gene might be at the heart of all this and we're like oh, oops you know, Gene, all you had to do is keep your fucking mouth shut. Right. Well, and so Gene's whole thing, I did see somebody say, like, it's fitting that the theater teacher, his story is the most Shakespearean. Yeah. Of, like, his hubris being his downfall, you know, and, and all that. Because, uh, yeah, Moss tricks him with his ego. Yep. Where. Tells him that, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, yeah. He has a, a an agent call Gene and say, hey, you know, I really think you'd want to hear my offer before, excuse me, before you turn me down. Daniel Day Lewis wants to play you in the movie. I'd like to meet and talk with you. And so Gene's like, ah, whatever. I, I I can probably do Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. I can I can do this afternoon. You know, I'll send you the details. And uh, Sally and John show up in uh, L.A. because Sally's losing her mind mm-hmm. by herself out in the desert and her guilt and all that. Yeah, because uh, well, Sally had a little incident because she works at a diner. Yeah. Again, a little bit of a backpedal here. Um, She's working at a diner, and there's this 
fucking creep that works there. Yeah. And like one of the other but waitresses. Like, you say creep, but not like he's not like uh he's not rapey, right? No, but he openly he, he well, he openly uh, allegedly. This is all secondhand from oh, and I think they do this intentional. No, well, she said that she was like uh, what's his name told me. Right, that's secondhand. She's saying so and so said this, right? He told me that he jerks off up to you. Like, you know, thinks about you when he jerks off. And Sally's kind of like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Thanks. But. And then he's standing there checking her out while she's messing with the till and stuff yeah. like that, just watching her ass. And she goes, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. You know, working on the register. And he goes, cool. Cool. You know. I'm like, just so uneasy. Yeah. And then she kind of. She's like, yeah, what are you trying to do? Yeah. She just picks him up on it. I was like, fine, yeah, let's do something, you know. And uh, she's. Starts to strangle him. Yeah. And like, she goes to the bathroom. Yeah, because, like, she, th- that's the thing. It's like, it was totally consensual. Yeah. You know, he kind of was like, hey, you know, like, kind of makes some, asks her some questions, and it's, like, lightly suggestive, you know, and she totally plays ball and then, like, takes her foot off and rubs it on his dick, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, what do you think of that? And she's like, that's pretty cool, you know, and she gets up and is like, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and she kind of, like, rubs his shoulder, like, you know, come with me, yeah. you know, and so he's like, all right, sick, you know, he follows her in there, and... Uh, because he said something about, like, I, I think about you sucking me off. And she's like, that's kind of hot, yeah. you know. And gets up, says, I'm going to the bathroom, grabs his shoulder. And he's like, all right, let's go, man. And so he goes. And they start making out. And then she starts choking him. And he's kind of like, I think he's like, okay, you know, she's into sure. a little bit of yeah. choking or whatever. And then she just doesn't stop. And he's like, I can't He starts panicking. Yeah. And, like, she, we, I thought she was going to kill him. So did I. And so did he, I'm pretty sure. And he was like, I won't tell anybody. Yeah. And she and finally lets go. She lets go. And he's pretty much, he's like, I'm sorry, you know. And uh, she yeah. says something like, no, you're not. Yeah. And just walks out. And leaves. And you're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, Sally's not good. Not well. Uh, she's also a raging alcoholic. Very much so. And gives John alcohol. Booze to make him sleep. Sleep because she just basically doesn't care about him. Mm-mm. And I asked you, do you think she looks at him almost like a rape baby? Which is a really derogatory term. But do you think she sees him almost as like similar to being a product of rape? Yeah. Because like I said, I don't think Barry raped her. But situationally you know it's like probably wasn't what she planned to do you know and now she's stuck with him and she resents him i think there's a lot of resentment i don't think it looks him as like in the same aspect yeah um but i do think that there's a lot of resentment in in that sense because of the situation that they're in yeah but uh yeah she uh fucking feeds him some screwdrivers basically orange juice and uh vodka vodka. and uh yeah he Falls asleep. Passes out and, like, doesn't yeah. wake doesn't up wake for up. a while. Yeah. And, yeah, so she takes him to L.A. because she doesn't want to be home with him anymore. And I was like, we got to get to Cusa now. Mm-hmm. And she decides she's going to, uh, you know, she's going to, yeah, she decides that she's like, yeah, we we got we to gotta turn ourselves in. So mm-hmm. she goes to uh, Gene's, and Gene isn't there. But he's like, I'll, I'll meet you at my house, just yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah, because they... That part was so sad for me, and my heart really went out for John in that specific scene of, like, they got off the airport, and they don't have a car, they yeah. don't have nothing, and they're like, all right, we got to walk to my buddy Jeans because he's going to be able to help us out, and, like, John's just like, what, what the, the f- fuck what is, is going on? Yeah, he has no clue what's happening. And that, like, I struck a chord, and I was like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, poor John is just kind of drug around. Yeah. <clears throat> so she uh, she takes him to Cusinus, mm-hmm. and at the same time, Noho Hank gets the idea that, well, Barry's probably coming for Gene. Yeah. So we're going to go kidnap Gene, and then we'll be good to go. Mm. So the Chechens roll up. 
John and Sally are there. They kidnap them instead. And uh, Barry's waking up from his uh, <laughs> his treatment yeah. uh, at uh, Jim's because Jim's gone. Jim go- yeah, Jim gone. Yeah. Jim left because he's going to go try he's to gonna get He's going to go trap Cousineau, uh, which uh, he does. Hard. Real good, like. Yeah. And then Barry wakes up and you know grabs his phone and he sees that Sally's probably been calling him and shit like that. And yeah. he's like, you know, hey, I'm sorry. I haven't been saying anything. And then it's just Hank. And he's like. I've got your fucking. Yeah, if you want to see your family again, come to this address. Yeah, which I'll, I'll send you the address. Which we both thought. He was going to send him Fuchs' address. Mm-hmm. That would be, you know, Jerry, Barry would be rolling in on a yeah, showdown. Just lighten him up. And it would take care of all of Hank's problems. Mm-hmm. But Gene, uh, I want to close off Gene's story. Yes. Um, basically, they get him to agree to this movie and all that. And, you know, just come to this location and all the police are there. And they admit that they're going to reopen Janice's case because they're pretty sure that it was Gene now. Yeah. And that Barry was just a, a pawn. Yeah. And Gene's kind of like, what the fuck? You know? How the fuck? And Jim says, You're a good actor. You're a good actor, Gene. You know? And you're like, Oh my God, it's all falling apart on him. His, his ego and his ego. You know? There are some breaking bad elements, I think. Oh, sure. Um, And I don't know if that's intentional. I I I do think there's some nods. It's. It's similar, but different enough to yeah, be like, no, that's yeah, not from Breaking yeah. Bad, but like, still like hitting those beats where it's like, oh, oh fuck. fuck. And there's definitely a scene in the finale that I was like, that was that felt like the Breaking Bad finale. But um, uh, I'll tell you here we'll in a second. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And so Gene's like going to go down for for that mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah, and they, didn't, they didn't cuff him. No, no, no. He was able to go home. Yeah, because they don't have enough. Right. right? But. They're just letting him know, like, yeah, hey, you're fucked. You're fucked now. And, yeah, so Barry rolls up to the fucking, I don't know if it's a Target or a Ralph's or what, but he's going to go buy guns. And he just walks up to the counter. He's like, guns. guns. She's like, okay, what kind? And then he just turns around and walks away, and he's got, like, two assault rifles across his back. Shotgun. Sh- yeah, he's got a shotgun and assault rifle. He's got a pistol on his hip. Just you know? too much ammo. Yeah. And he's just walking back down the toy aisle, you know? <laughs> and... uh Gets in the car and starts driving to to the place. Sally has a really good moment with John where she basically apologizes. Tells him everything that's happening. Yeah, We're fugitives. We're Your father's parents. a murderer. I've murdered somebody. I've been a really bad parent to you, and I'm sorry. And like You're you know, not bad. Yeah, this you're not a you're a good person. And I've been a really bad mom, and she's like giving him a hug and tell keeps apologizing. Mm. And Hank rolls up and is like, All right, Sally, you're coming with me. We're going outside. Fucking Fuchs rolls up with his crew, and uh, they have a stare down mm-hmm. in the lobby. And uh, basically, Fuchs is like, "I want to see John. Like, where's the boy?" Yeah. He's like, "Well, no, I thought that we'd have Sally here." And he's like, "There's no boy. There's no deal." Yeah. So, he's like, fuck, all right, yeah. so go get John. So John gets drug out, and Fuchs like, as soon as he looks John in the face, I'm sure he sees a young Barry. Sure. And is like, and he <sighs> like Fuchs is like an uncle. Yeah, you know. The, yeah, I think he's technically not. I think he's like no, a, family he's a family friend, friend, but he's basically raised Barry. Yeah, Uncle Fuchs. I was a little confused. I or not confused, but I was hoping that we might see a little bit of like Barry's childhood, but we never do. We got to see a little bit when Fuchs is introduced to Barry. Sure, but that I mean barely. I want to know why it's been Fuchs and Barry. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, where's Dad? Yeah, what's that story? But um, it could have been a case of his dad wasn't in the military. 
maybe and Fuchs was and again playing that yeah. mentor yeah role. like I can relate or yeah, whatever like I was in the military man I get no because I think he and his dad met in the military mm. I'm not sure but know. yeah I was hoping that we would see something that we yeah. didn't but I, yeah, I wasn't like mad about it but I was like I don't know something I would like to see so yeah Gene or Fuchs sees John and was like shit tells yeah. <laughs> Hank alright new deal you admit to everything you did with with Crystal Ball and you'll never see me again. You'll never see me again. I'm gone. You know, fart in the wind. And Hank kind of starts to have a breakdown and starts confessing. Yeah, saying like it, it was never supposed to go like that. Yeah, like he was the love of my life. And he goes, I know. I know he was. And uh, he says something about like, I just wanted us to be safe. And he goes, sure you did. Of course you did. Yeah, you know, for all anybody does. wants. You know, and it's sympathizing with him. And then Hank kind of gets his shit together for a minute and is like, because <laughs> that's when Fuchs tells him, you know, denial is an ugly thing, Hank, mm-hmm. you know. I thought I was a soldier, even though I'd never seen combat. Thought I was a mentor. Thought I was a mentor. Turns out, after getting beaten within an inch of my life for every, every day, every day uh, in prison, uh, I figured out who I really am, and that's a man with no heart, you know. And Hank's like, you know what? Actually, <laughs> no deal. Yeah, You're a fucking all. asshole. And Fuchs just pulls out his fucking a revolver gat. and pops him in the fucking chest. Dirty Harry style. Yeah, <gasps> but and everybody opens fire. Fuchs dives on John, tackles him down. And someone throws a grenade. Yeah. Yeah, like there's three dudes still standing on Fuchs's side. Yeah. Everybody him. on Hank's side is on the ground, yeah. you know, incapacitated like in some way. Hank's right-hand man kind of, his assistant, the yeah. guy who's always with him, yeah. pulls a grenade from his jacket and chucks Chucks it, it and kills, kills the three. other three. Blows one of their legs off. Yeah, their guts are spilled out, brains yeah. are spilled out, yeah, limbs are pretty brutal. Gone. The guy was crawling without a leg. Yeah. And oh my God. And one of them's like leaning over the other guy going, Man, man, oh my God, man. Yeah, get up, man. You're like, Jesus. And uh, Sally's alive. Hank's dying, but is still alive. Yeah, because he gets shot right in the, in the stomach. The, the, no, he gets shot in the left side, so a lung probably. Yeah. Left side of his chest. Uh, could be his heart, actually, depending on where it hit. But either way, it sounds like he's got a sucking wound because he's... You know. And uh, Fuchs was laying on top of John, picks him up, covers his eyes, and is like, Come on, let's keep Come going. Come on, I'm, I'm going to get you to your dad, buddy. Let's just go this way. You know, keep your eyes closed. I'll, I'll guide you here, you know. And it's like being really sweet with him mm-hmm. and walks him out. And it's funny because Barry rolls up and like says a prayer with yeah. the Lord, you know, yeah, saying that he's prepared to yeah, die. Basically, and that... Lord, please give me the strength to do what I need to do to get my family home safe mm-hmm. and sacrifice myself if I need to. You and know. that I would still be accepted on, you know, for, yeah. for judgment. Know, yeah, I'll be able to take my my place by your side in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. You know, and gets out of the car and goes in and fucking John's like, dad, you know, he's already coming out. And I really liked that, that like we were ready for a showdown and then it just cleans up. It's it's very Barry that like the thing that you think could or should happen is gets kind of resolved pretty quick. And then you're like, Oh, so then now what is it? You know, what's the, which, uh, which is good. Cause it's like, well now what, Yeah, you know, and then that just, that's how it keeps playing on. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, John runs up and gives Barry a big hug and, Barry looks over, and this was very Breaking Bad to me, of uh, <laughs> Walt and Jesse, mm-hmm. where Fuchs kind of looks at him and kind of smiles and nods at him, and Barry kind of nods a little bit with like, "Thank you, no, you right. got my son out." Yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're square, slate, we're yeah. clean. And uh, I do wonder: Do you think there was a little bit of an ulterior motive for Fuchs still? Of like, I, that's something I did for Barry. You know, of like, if need be, I can go. Hey, remember how I saved your son? It could be. You know, because that would be a very Fuchs move. Yeah. But also, I could see Fuchs genuinely doing it because I do think, in a sick way, he does love Barry. Yeah. I mean, they're family, basically. Barry doesn't know how to not kill him. 
Gene or Fuchs doesn't know how to not manipulate. Yeah. You know, it's just what he does. That's what he's good at. Yeah. And uh Sally and uh Barry and John go uh to a motel. Go to a motel. And, just... and Hank has a really kind of sad death where he I was not okay. No, he he's sitting there struggling for breath and uh I just completely lost the actor's name that plays Billy Kerrigan? For Hank? Yeah. Yeah. Um does a lot of good facial acting in yeah. this episode. Uh, where he, he goes through a lot of emotions as he's dying, mm-hmm. and uh, including fear, where like he's looking up at Cristobal and he's kind of loving eyes, and then like his breath gets really heavy and gagging on the blood, and you see fear in his eyes where he realizes, like, I'm, I'm about to die, it. I'm dying. And he grabs and he reaches the up real desperately, yeah, and holds Cristobal's hand, and then just kind of expires. And he just mm-hmm. kicks the bucket and dies with holding Cam- hands with Cristobal. Camera pans out, and it makes me think a lot of, um, what are those paintings where you'll see like, angels and like they'll be yeah dead. And it made me think very much of something like that yeah um yeah because then there's all the bodies strewn around them and yeah and then you know he's uh hank was wearing white white and yeah. like I, I don't think there was any blood on the white except for like that one spot no just on his because gun. it was the the undercoat yeah that was his, really yeah. bloody but like his overcoat. Yeah, he's wearing like a hawaiian shirt underneath his yeah. coat and yeah that's what got the shot um so they go to the motel yeah so they go to the motel and then barry is talking to sally and was like Oof. Yeah. Listen, I got to love with you. I was prepared to die. Yeah. And you know, well, or Sally was like, you got to turn yourself yeah, in. Yeah, Gene's getting ready to go down for yeah. what you did, and you got to go turn mm-hmm. yourself in. And Barry's like, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. He uses the line, I just don't think that's God's plan for me. Yeah, you I know? don't think. And uh, he's like, I went in there prepared to die, and for some reason God spared me. Yeah. So that I think he's got, I think I've been redeemed, and he's got other plans for me. And she tells him, like, you can't be redeemed until you take responsibility, right. which you can do by turning yourself in. And he's like, you're tired. It's been a long day. Yeah, well, I'm tired. Let's just go to sleep. Yeah. You know, tomorrow we'll regroup, figure out our, our next chapter of our life. Mm. And Which leads the question of how much trouble do you think Barry would have gotten if he did turn himself in with the gene situation of him only being a quote unquote pawn as they put well, it? Well, he'd turn himself in and he'd clear the slate. That's the whole point. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. And so he'd get life in prison, Yeah, you know, and, but everybody else would get to move on, mm-hmm. you know, and he could probably strike a deal in prison Yeah, and, you know, turn, still turn over what he knows about the Chechens and the mm-hmm. Bolivians and mm-hmm. things like that. And, you know, maybe get a sentence knocked down to 25 years or whatever, right? right? Yeah. You know, still not ideal, but right, whatever, right? He still has life. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, he's, so he wakes up in the morning. I really actually liked that shot uh, of him. You know, it's just a tight on his face laying on the bed. Mm-hmm. And he gets up and Sally's not next to him. John's not next to him. And the camera stays there on the empty bed. Yeah. And he walks away from the camera. You hear him like knock open on the bathroom him. door, open the door. Are you in there? They're not in there. He goes, shit, you know. He steps out, and you hear the door to the motel room, mm-hmm. and then you see him in the window in the background. Sally? Yeah. And, yeah, that the camera never moved. Yeah, it stays there. Uh, and so then he is like, all right, well, I got to go find him. Mm-hmm. And he thinks they've gone to Gene's. And Gene is deep in depression because everybody, he's going down for he's, shit he didn't do. He's jail. And uh, his buddy that's been kind of with him is ready to just leave him. His lawyer. Yeah, is it his lawyer? It's his lawyer. Um, it was like Gene, buddy, you know, because Gene locked himself in his room. Are you on the internet again, you know? And he's not answering him. Ooh, and I thought Gene was going to kill himself. I did too. And that's the part that kind of bugged me was for all the the lawyer knew he could have been dead in there. Yeah, could have killed himself. 
but the lawyer did the old like I'm gonna go get some. I'm gonna go get some. Yeah, I'm gonna go get you. I I fucked up your Vitamix. I'm gonna go get you a new one. I'll be back. You know, just remember you're not alone, buddy. And then like turns and picks up a suitcase. Suitcase. He's ready ready to to dip. And uh, as he's leaving, Barry's at the door, and it's like you know, he goes, "Who the fuck are you?" And then just walks into the house and starts yelling for Sally and John. And the guy's like, "They're not here. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about." He's like, "Little boy, blonde girl." He's like, "No, no idea. They've never been here." He's like, "I know they're here. They've been talking to Gene, whatever. You know, go back and forth and." And then his lawyer's like, it's actually maybe actually, not a bad yeah. thing that you're here. You can do the right thing here. Yeah. Gene's getting ready to go down for your crimes. You should turn yourself in. Yeah, dude, and he tells him, like, this is doing the right thing. Right thing, yeah. And, you know, and he kind of has that, oh, shit, oh, maybe shit. it is. Yeah, and maybe he sits it is. down. Well, no, he's standing no, he's there. Standing. He goes, you didn't see a little boy? And he's like, no. And he kind of sits there and thinks for a while, and he's like, and while this is going down, Gene has gotten his prop gun out again mm-hmm. and is, you think, going to shoot himself. And, uh. Barry goes, all right, you're going to want to call the cops. And he goes, the cops? And he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to turn myself in. And then there's a, and the camera turns, and he's got a gunshot on his chest, and he turns the camera, and Gene is standing there with a revolver, and Barry's final words are, oh, wow. And, then, and he fucking headshots him. Just like, you know, point blank. Point right blank, no hesitation. Eyes. Knocks his head back, sits down, and I this was my favorite shot of the whole show. Gene sits down on the couch, and the way it's framed, it looks like a live studio audience sit, like yeah. sitcom. Yeah, because he's facing the camera. He's facing the camera. The couch is facing out towards what would be the audience mm-hmm. on the camera, and Barry's sitting sideways yeah, facing to the towards. left of the camera. And uh, the, as it's panning back, you feel like they're going to show a studio audience. Right. And they start playing applause, mm-hmm. and I was like, what is happening here? And then, yeah, fucking uh, Barry's dead, and it does a, another time jump of some sort. Mm-hmm. Sally's teaching high school play or in a theater. Yep. She gets hit on uh, by a teacher and she turns him down real quick. Um, But as she's driving home, she's got her flowers in the passenger seat and she definitely seems like she might be missing Barry. Yeah. um, Which is kind of that sick, sick fact, right? Can't help it. And find out that they did make a movie about Barry and Gene and it's a very Hollywoodized version of the story. Mm -hmm. And it's this version of the story that. Moss thought was the truth, yep. which is that it was all Cusino and Barry's the hero. And it does like the, you know, at the end shows the credits and it's telling you like what the, what happened to everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and it's that, you know, PFC, you know, Barry Berkman was buried with, you know, military with honors in that Arlington National Cemetery. And you're like, son of a bitch, <laughs> Barry, Berkman. Barry, you son of a bitch. He did it again, you know, and he, he goes off with it. You know, he gets away with it. And, uh, Fucking Gene is serving a life sentence in prison for yeah. the murders of Janice and Berkman. And you're like, motherfucker. And the last shot of the show is John kind of smiling at the fact yeah. that his dad's a, a war hero, even though he knows he's not the truth. No. But like uh, like somebody said, uh, you know, he's just going to go ahead and do what everybody else has been doing and pretend. Yeah. Just choose a, just a different life. You know, yeah. you know what? My dad was a hero. That's a much better story, and I'm going to run with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, boo. Tough. And then credits roll. That shit's done. And it's over. Yeah. I hated that Hank died. I wasn't ready for it. And I wasn't ready for how sudden and abrupt, abrupt it was. Abrupt it was. Yeah, he's just gone. Same with Berkman. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't think Berkman was going to have a dramatic death. No. Mm-mm. I did like... And I it, didn't think it was going to be like that. I figured like he was going to get shot or something. And then we get to see him like maybe self-reflect. Yeah, right. But no, it was just, just a he's done. one shot, two shot, and he's done. And I, I do like that he was prepared to do the right thing. Yeah. But it was too late. 
you know. But let me let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think because he was prepared to do the right thing, he's redeemed? It all worked out, and you know everything worked out in his favor. So even if it's not redeemed by judgment of God, judgment of his family. Right. Yeah. Judgment in the eyes of the world. Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe he gets remembered as a good guy, and maybe. But I did like that. Yeah. The the that Shakespearean ending for Gene is mm -hmm. just you know he ends up taking the rap for shit he didn't do. Yep. Gone because his fucking pride yeah. and ego. Yep. Because also, he was getting ready to be scot free anyhow. Yeah. Barry was gonna turn himself in, and Gene had to be the one to do it. Had to had to take the spotlight. Yeah. But also, you can. I feel like at that point, I would. I understand why Gene did it. Yeah. Because he got away with it already so much. Right. He's like, we yeah. He's, he's gonna, we're gonna put him down. Yeah. He's not doing it again. You know? He can't keep getting away with it. He can't keep getting away. But uh, yeah, so Barry's over, and uh, no, I really enjoyed no, it. I'm sad. Yeah, I did have <clears throat> a really tough like a show hole in my chest because I f I beat Jedi Survivor mm. on Sunday as well, <laughs> and then I finished Barry, and it was like I'm feeling very empty right now. Like there's I've finished two things. And what I, do I do? I don't know what the next thing is. You know, I'm still working on Jedi Survivor. Yeah, I'm trying to chip my way at that. You would be. Yeah. Are you going to save your Yeah, cryptid so my, my cryptid's pretty long, but I I won't even talk about it, because if I talk about it, I'm going to want to talk about it more. Right. So, but we'll just save it for the uh, <clears throat> next week. Um, just real quick, I've been thinking about uh, Sons of the Forest, actually. I mean, you mentioned that big update that, with yeah. a bunch of like stuff going Like stone buildings on. and, yeah, all kinds of updates there. And so I'd like to play that. Outer Rim, or Rim World, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about uh -huh. playing. Um, I'm missing a builder-esque like a, just yeah. something where I can build shit I yeah. want to yeah. play Minecraft if I can get that shit to fucking work I'd love it but that's yeah. all fucking it's not working mm -mm. yeah but what about you what do you think about I beat Jedi Order yeah. Jedi Survivor um, it was spoiled for me what was spoiled Jedi Survivor how so oh well, oh, I was, yeah. I was taking a shit upstairs. Yeah. And because I, I told you, like, you came in and I was like, I'm in the middle of a very spoilery part. You need to go away. Well, no, it wasn't your fault, yeah, like, yeah. directly. But, no, I was taking a shit and I walked out. We're going to spoil Jedi Survivor. <laughs> yeah, hard. Um, I walked out of the bathroom and I just hear... Yeah, you hear <sighs> Vader's breath. And I was like, son of a fuck. And I was yeah. pissed, dude. Yeah. And I just walked downstairs and, like, just show it to me. Like, yeah, let me see, let me see what you're it. doing. Yeah. Um, but, thankfully, that was the, the, yeah, that was, the full part. Yeah. But, ultimately... As in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it was that spoiled because sure yeah. Vader's in there, but I don't think he's the main main antagonist. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I still... think it's just like a, a yeah. cameo. There is yeah. Story wise, there's a much larger spoiler in that context of that area yeah. that you didn't have. Perfect. So you're perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that was more like a oh what Vader again? You know? Uh, oh piss. You know, and it's like Vader, but more because this time you get to actually fight him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so Properly. Yeah. 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 But. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about it, Bob. That happens, I guess, you know. So uh I'm all I'm all set, you set. Yeah. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. No. So again, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support. If you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a great review and tell your friends about it. Uh word of mouth can be one of the biggest endorsements. Make sure you're liking, following, subscribing us on your uh, audio streaming service of choice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, our episodes go up every Wednesday. You'll get notified when they do. Uh Chris people want to get in touch with us and give us their feedback. You know, what they thought about Barry. Yeah, you can always let us know, you know, if uh, you want to, you know, your thoughts on Barry. If you wanted to know anything, uh, if you wanted to hear us talk more about 
uh, Star Wars Survivor, um, or if there's anything that you wanted to talk to uh, have a have us <laughs> talk about. Excuse me. Uh, you can always check out our socials. Uh, you know, our YouTube, Instagram, Facebook is Simply Whelmed Podcast. Our Twitter handle is Whelmed underscore Simply. Or you can always shoot us an email confessing your love, your devotion to the Whelmed. That's right. Uh, the, the good word, if you That's will. That's right. Uh, well, Simply Whelmed Podcast. No. Or was some little mailbag. Oh, my Bingo. God. I'm fumbling today at yeah, gmail.com. Yeah. My goodness, fire me. Throw me <laughs> on the back burner, dude. I'm chopped. Do you know what we're doing next week? <laughs> your mom. <laughs> What? Yeah. Into the Spider-Verse, or across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's right. Comes out on Friday. Yeah, you're going to so fucking, fucking cry. I'm going to come. Mm-hmm. You heard me. I'll just sit in the row behind you. Yeah. Somehow it still gets on me. Yeah. It's like a fountain. Uh, that's going to show up yesterday. Bye. Bye.